wait, wait, what? Blood. I'm fucking craving it. Like, I fucking need a fix. It's driving me absolutely insane. What are you, the fucking Lost Boys? I think I'm hitting that powder a little too hard. Fuck you! I'm being serious! Well, how much have you gone through? All of it? Holy hell, Des, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, it's not the fucking bliss. The bliss is actually what's, like, helping me curb it and, like, not think about it for a second. It is the bliss, all right? I... Christ, maybe I could wean you off though with something a little lighter. I think Courtney fucking killed somebody last night. This is ridiculous. I woke up with my face covered in blood, Adrian. How the fuck do you explain that? How the fuck do you explain in, that? In, in, in all this painting you've been doing, you used the fucking color red? But you've been out of your mind on like four different fucking things? Christ, Des, you sound insane. <laughs> Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 171. Welcome to the Buzzed Kill Podcast, where today we get deep in the drug game. Balls deep in the drug game. Balls deep? (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that's really it's, deep. It's, it's, well, <laughs> well, I guess it depends on. <laughs> it's, I guess it depends on what you're working with. It's like four and a half inches. You know, <laughs> four and a half inches deep in the weed in the in, not the weed game, the drug game. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. Hi, I'm Jim. And uh, so we're back by our lonesomes again. It's just the two of us. Back Mono. By, back by popular demand. There's no, <laughs> nobody's demanding this. <laughs> There's. This is this has just kind of become a thing that we just kind of give you every week, and out of some weirdly sick habit, you just get keep listening. That's that's about all I can I can guess. That's my whole life. No, nobody asks for me, but I just give it to you. It's a great life. <laughs> <laughs> you must be real proud of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I do all right. <clears throat> so, um, roommate Jen, which we are we are still officially calling her roommate Jen. Yeah, fuck this Mama Jen stuff. Not, not only did did more than a couple of people. Uh, respond to the show last week, uh, thanking us for having her back on, saying that she was a breath of fresh air, which, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Right? Aren't we already that? But uh, she went over, um, she went over, like, what's the what's the opposite of a wet fart? Uh, <laughs> a, dr- a dry cough. A dry cough. <laughs> she went over, like, a dry cough. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't really sound that, all that great either, to be honest with you, but... That is the opposite of a wet fart, though, right? I guess it would be. Yeah. One comes out one end, one comes out the other, wet and dry. Jen, you're a dry cough. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just made up a new uh, a new saying. Um. That, yeah, we did. I don't know if I'd be proud of it or not, but we did. I'm proud. I'm but, damn um, proud of us. But yeah, no, Jen. Uh, people were seem to be real happy that roommate Jen was back last week. So. Um, yeah, she's all right. I guess she's, she's she's pretty okay. Yeah. She's uh, you know, she's she's getting better. <laughs> Uh, better than you. Well, that's not, that's not particularly hard to be honest with you. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so we had, uh, our, our buddy Vito sent us, he, he listened to the last episode and he added another, uh, another item onto our drinking game list. Oh God. Which, what is it? Which we do have to post the drinking oh, yeah. game at some point. It is, uh, I, I only mention this because I feel like it's going to come up tonight. Okay. It's every time Mark. Every time Who's Mark, Mark? Who the fuck is Mark? Who is Mark? <laughs> every time Mark shows up, drink three drinks. Uh, no, it's every time Mike talks through a burp. Oh, that could be a lot tonight. And 
I opened up the uh, I opened up the the pizza box on your on your stove to have a slice, and most of the pizza's gone. So I'm guessing that your gullet is your your not your gullet. I've made better decisions in my life. That's um. I'm, I'm guessing it's just gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of hot air coming out of you tonight. There's always a lot of hot air coming <laughs> out of me. That's on both that's, ends. That's wet a given, farts, but... dry coughs, hot air. <laughs> I'm just gonna be wet farting and roommate Jenna over here. This electrical popping. I know you guys probably can't hear this, but it is driving me fucking nuts tonight. Uh, yeah, it's annoying. But uh, when we export the audio file, you usually can't hear it. So we're just gonna roll with it. You better not be able to. Or guess what, buddy? It's your ass. Well, no, it's just going to be annoying for these people because we're not going to redo it. And it's your ass. I, mm. Are you threatening my ass or promising my ass? Mm. Just wait, bud. <laughs> we'll just, see. I just don't know. We'll see. Either, uh, either way, I'm having a good night. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of us is. Um, anyway, so what's, uh, what's been going on with you? Oh, God, don't ask. No? No. No? No. Just because nothing or because too much? Yeah, just because nothing. <laughs> that sounds better than me saying my life is boring. No, I, uh, I've, I, I don't know. I've been working on leather stuff, uh, and my kids were home sick from school today. That's oh, cool. That's fun. That's real fun. <laughs> Puking everywhere. No, no, no. Actually, just uh, my son had a a little bit of a fever when he woke up. <laughs> my daughter was not sick, but I called her into school because it was a lot easier than trying to work around. The kid with the fever, <laughs> getting her to school and stuff. So I was just like, yeah, she's sick too. <laughs> I mean, good day for her. I lied. I mean. Dude, do you remember sick days when you were younger? Yes, I, so, I do. They were... So dope. They what were, was your ritual? What was your sick day ritual? Well, my my folks were not the kind of folks that would just call me out without no, being sick. No. No, some people, my, some people's folks would. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. My folks were not that. Like, I had cousins like that where I'd, they'd just be like, "I can't go to school today," and like without an excuse, their parents would just call yeah. them in. You know? Yeah. It. Uh, I no, I had to have like a valid. I was always jealous of those kids. Reason. To be honest with you, I wasn't. I don't know. Like, go to, just fucking go to school, <laughs> dude. You know? It's um. No, I uh, I when I'm, my ritual when I was a kid, it was just post up on the couch. My mom would make me fucking soup because I was in like elementary school and. I would just like watch like Eureka's Castle. No, that was like way younger. I wasn't doing that when I was in like Dude, fifth grade. Was no, I? Was on. I watching Eureka's Castle when I was in fifth grade? Fuck yes, you were. Because listen, <laughs> here here's the deal. I just feel like I'm too too old for it at that point. Nah, well, okay. So I think my mom my mom retired when she was pretty young. I can't remember, but so like my early days of get, I didn't take a lot of sick days when I was older. Like I, I would say past third or fourth grade i never took any sick days really Mm -hmm. unless i was really sick but prior to that my parents were both working so i'd go over to my grandma's house she always had the coolest shit my grandma was super into playing nintendo and then eventually super nintendo and then eventually nintendo 64 what a dope ass grandma i know she was so cool (laughs) and she was good she beat you at mario kart every time so good dude who was your character Um, in Mario Kart, yeah. Oh, well, we didn't play Mario Kart. She, uh, she played a lot of Donkey Kong Country. Oh, what? A lot of, a lot of Mario. She's not fucking around. Yeah, no, a lot of Mario. She had, um, um, uh, what the hell was the Michael Jordan game? The Windy City Jam or whatever it was. Do you remember that game? <laughs> no. It was a. It was the only a, basketball games I remember was like it was NBA Jam and this was a that was like it. This I think was, there like, was a Charles Barkley game or something. This was a fighting platformer. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Like Shaq Fu? Yeah, yeah, but you played as Michael Jordan 
and it was and and it was a side scrolling platformer and you would get different balls with different different basketballs with different powers like one was an ice ball so you would he would do like behind the back passes. Oh my god! Yes, and I he do would remember this. The dudes, or he had a fire one. He had a I, metal one that would knock walls down. And shit. I don't it was remember. So cool. I don't remember the actual game, but I actually remember. I actually do remember the TV commercials for it. Yeah, because I remember, or maybe it was the uh, maybe it was like the magazine the ads because you always yeah. had like that. You had the, the two balls in his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one was like frozen. <laughs> one was on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember yeah, that. Again, I never was played so it sick. We yeah, should, I loved it. We should it. totally play it. Oh, you have the... Oh, dude, you got the... Right. Yeah. I got Fuck it. Let's end the show right now. All right. See you guys. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Uh, We talked about drugs this week. See ya. (laughs) No, that game was so sweet. But I would go over to my my grandma's house. Uh, She always had a huge bin of Legos. So I would... I I love building Legos up and then karate chopping them down. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Whenever I called out sick, I I mostly just wanted to go hang out with my grandma. (laughs) So I would act like I was sick. She would she would load me up with Verners and snack packs. Uh, that's called medication. Oyster crackers in, in Michigan. That's yeah. called medication. Yeah, I think is this okay? So so Verners is a is a Michigan. Oh, pop. you you can't get Verners outside of Michigan. It's a Michigan pop, and I'm sorry to the rest of the country if you can't get Verners because it is. They're also they're also thinking pop. What's oh, so pop? sorry, soda, <laughs> soda, um, soda, eh? Or Coke for you weirdos down in in Florida. So, like I have family from Florida, they're like, "You want a Coke? Yeah, sure. You what kind? Uh, Coke? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you want a Coke? Yeah. What kind? S- Sprite? <laughs> it's it really it's is pop, like that, though. You weirdo. It really is like that. So, uh, Fago Cola, which is another Detroit staple, yeah. they um, they're one of the big companies. And this is just a little sidebar. They're one of those companies that uh, pushes the whole it's pop, not soda thing. Yeah. And like they actually like they'll make fun of people online, like their social media. They will correct <laughs> people or whatever. They have billboards about it. But then somebody pointed out to me not too long ago that it says right on the Fago la- uh, label mm-hmm. that it's a such and such flavored soda. <laughs> it oh, says it right you. on their own label. Yeah, they're bitches. pushing the whole pop uh, argument. Well, I mean, pop I is know. a pop is a slang term. Yeah, I've always said soda though. I've never been a pop guy, even though I live in Michigan. What? Uh, I have family that lives in like uh, Virginia and a little bit uh, further south, and um, they've always said soda. And I remember when I was young, they would always say it, and I always just thought that it sounded cooler. So I just picked it up from them, and I've always said soda. Soda, soda sound. Well, I don't know. Pop I just. Gonna, I don't know. Uh, pap. Pap. It's pop. So actually, soda and pop both both sound like uh, total Midwestern terms. Because mm-hmm. when you say soda, with our, it's a soda. If you, you guys want to go have a soda, if you made a, or you guys want to go have a pop, if you made a pop flavored, a pop flavored uh, like pop flavored. chip chip dip, yeah, right, and you put it on a plate, would you call it a pop smear? <laughs> <laughs> it would be pop schmear. Or pop schmear, yeah. Pop schmear, pop schmear, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> well, no, you're I, because yeah, I get I get what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting it's down. Just, it was a bad joke. It was no. It, it, <laughs> um, <laughs> universally, that was a bad joke. But anyway, she'd load me up with she'd load me up with burners and oyster crackers or mm-hmm. saltines, and then saltines. if and then if I was feeling better by the end of the day, it was snack packs. And this is gonna sound weird. Slim fast. I loved Slim Fast when I was younger. I loved it. So she would always keep it in her fridge. And it was like a tasty little treat for me. You know how I know you're cool? Dude, have you ever had a Slim Fast? <laughs> no. They're really good. I have not. They're super, super good. I, I'll they take are. your word for it. They're rich and chocolatey. 
maybe it's delicious it's like it, a it's like a it's like chocolate milk except for you know you're getting in shape <laughs> i i i don't mean to uh to offend you here or anything but maybe you should start drinking them again oh wow just just this coming from the there. guy who walked into the room the, uh, just a few minutes ago going like this rubbing your belly yeah just rubbing your I'm belly i'm just admiring my spare tire <laughs> <laughs> good to be prepared you never know when you're gonna need a spare seriously though we gotta get back in shape yeah we this got we're bullshit. fat we i got are. like i got i'm holding like an extra 18 pound cheeseburger on the front here it sucks <laughs> 18 pound cheeseburger gross yeah um i ate it all yesterday yeah this winter has not been uh no, has not been very kind nope. to us well we have not been kind to ourselves that's true that's true anyway what have you been doing honestly uh a whole lot of nothing i've been um i've been making my movie collection bigger i i've bought i don't know i don't even know how many of that is just three giant stacks of new movies just that's in the all last, from this week a uh, week last week and a half wow. <laughs> that's like is that that's like 40 movies no not at all it's like 30 no? it's like 30 35. oh sorry it's like 30 35 that's um, <laughs> <laughs> still that's more movies than i own yeah it's um <laughs> there's a couple places that went out of business this week so i was uh at this point in time in, the, in my collection like i'm mostly getting when I buy stuff, I don't buy stuff new very often unless it's like a uh, from a boutique label like Severin or or Scream Factory or Arrow or something like that. So most of the stuff that I buy from these stores when uh, when they're going out of business, by the way. it's I, just uh, I was right. Um, it's it's like hole filler stuff. Um, like for example, you're just trying to fill your holes. <laughs> I, I, got, I got lots from the fill. Trust me. But um, like I finally uh, I picked up. I finally found this comedy that only a few people that I know have ever even heard of, and it's one of my favorite comedies of all time, and it's a movie called Out Cold. Oh, dude. It's uh, the snowboarding it's the movie? It's snowboarding movie oh, about uh, movie. up in uh, Alaska. Zach it Galifianakis is, is in it. It's, it's is, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy London. London um, yeah. uh, uh, Stephen Coulter, is that his name? Uh, I can no, never uh, say it. I can never Co- remember. Kochner. Kochner. That's, that's, that's not Stephen, though. It's it, Oh, my God. What is his name? Greg Kochner. Nope. No? Nope. nope. Hold on, I gotta look it up now. Uh, D- Dave, David Kochner. David Kochner, yep, that's his name. Um, but yeah, there's uh, Lee Majors is in it. Um, lots of other people. Yeah, it's, I love that awesome. movie, dude. It's, it's yeah. such a good movie, and nobody knows about it though. Really? Very few people that I know of have ever even heard of this movie before. Really? And it's like one of my favorite comedies, but I've never been able to find it, and I finally, uh, finally picked it up. And then you just disrespect it like that you just threw it across the room and then i threw it on the ground <laughs> um but yeah anyway um that's basically been my week i've just been working a lot cool man that's all it's cool. I'm, I'm boring but you know what i did this what? week what i did a whole bunch of drugs damn you too dude like just tons of drugs fna getting deep in that drug game yeah bro <laughs> <laughs> that which the the, the the title too? <laughs> yeah, that, well, that'll come up. That'll come up uh, when we introduce the movies. It's yeah, it's it's a bit of an inside joke, but we don't care. It's it's for us, okay? Just, yeah, just deal with it. Um, anyway, um, God, this popping is driving me crazy. I'm super happy that nobody else can hear it. Speaking of stuff that drives you crazy, why don't we get into some corrections? Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, uh, even with perfect roommate Jen here last week, oh, we boy. still we still got some stuff wrong, and one of them is 100% her fault, because she should have known, as the, the, the resident chick in the room, she should have known that the game we were talking about with the telephone mm-hmm. is not Mystery Date. What is it? It's called Electric Dream Phone. What? Really? That's it. It was right. Man. It was right there the entire time. 
electronic. I'm sorry, electronic dream phone. That's electronic what it's called. Dream phone. Uh, however, a, mystery that's date the worst is worst name ever. Well, it's, this was very on the nose. What was all. mystery date then? Because I could have swore there was a phone component. In mystery there's no date. phone. There might be like a phone card or something like that, but there's no actual phone. But it is a real game. I, yeah. I think oh, it's, yeah, an, yeah, yeah. it's an older game too, I believe. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so got that wrong. And then Vito. Well, believe it or not, I got something wrong. Oh, did you? Which is super rare for me to get something wrong. <laughs> okay. So uh, thank you to Vito for pointing this out. We were talking about, I don't even remember the context. Why were we talking about this? Do you remember? I don't remember. He was listening to the episode and he was just kind of like offing at the mouth at us. <clears throat> well, we. Offing I, at the mouth. Offing at the mouth. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and then I offed her mouth. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, so bug spray. We 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 were. You ever gotten off in your mouth? There's like. <laughs> oh, dude! I did not mean. Oh, you're pulling this. a me. You're pulling a me. Oh God, Tank! It wasn't me for once, Greg. It wasn't me for once. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> if you ever. Get- <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> yes, James, I have. Uh, <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> Wait. How? And? An- angles. <laughs> and can you show me? Yes. That is um, done. You need a couch. <laughs> have you ever gotten off bug spray in your mouth? No. Why would you do that? You Well, just on accident. Like if you, did, if you spray it and then like you accidentally lick your lips um, or something? No, I'm actually usually pretty... Uh, Whenever I have that stuff, I like I like clamp my lips together um, because I'm afraid of that. Well, it tur- it turns your tongue numb for a few it's because, hot seconds. It's because you're dying. It's because it's poison. <laughs> <laughs> it's poison. It's not. It's not entirely unpleasant though. What? The taste sucks, but that numb feeling on your tongue, it's kind of all right. <laughs> it's like it's like when you're allergic to something and your tongue goes numb and you're legitimately dying. It's real fun. This isn't so bad, you guys. <laughs> um, so we, we were talking about, uh, I don't even remember what the context was, but mm-hmm. I mentioned the scene in the Twilight Zone movie where uh, Vic Morrow tragically lost his life along with two children, two uh, child actors. Oh, yeah, yeah. In a helicopter accident. And I mentioned that, I I, I was like, I, I think that I said that that made the final cut of well, the movie, it, which it did not. The accident itself wouldn't have been, but I think what you're more talking about was like the helicopter coming in, like part of that shot was used, I think is more what you're talking about, Maybe, right? I haven't seen it in a long time, but okay. what I was thinking of was there is actual footage of that accident, um, and it's from the Faces of Death 7 yes. movie. So here's the deal, uh, after you guys brought this up today... Um, when somebody said faces of death, I wanted to make sure that you were right on that because I knew you were going to correct it today. Yeah. And the first thing that came up, it's on fucking YouTube. It's on YouTube. Like the enti- the actual accident, like in slow mo, the whole the, the exact clip that is on faces of death is on YouTube. It's quite chilling. Um, yeah, it is. It's the thing it's is, it's not graphic. No, it's, it's just from, it's just knowing what you know. Like you, when you see, especially right around the one thirty mark, there's a, a a different angle. Yeah, and Vic is running toward the camera with the two children under his arms, and mm-hmm. you see the helicopter come in, and Vic and one of the other. This is all very um, tragic kind of graphic stuff. You don't see this happen in the in the video, but uh, Vic Morrow and one of the children were decapitated yeah. by the main rotor of the, uh, the like the main rotor blades, and then the other child was killed by the uh, the helicopter crushing them. Yeah, and you see that point of impact, like you see the point where the blades would have 
struck them and it's really it's really from chilling. far enough away to where all you see is like a motion blur quite frankly like you I can't know, really like see that, anything the, that third angle the third angle around the 130 mark is pretty it's pretty clear yeah it's it's gnarly I, it's, it's, I i don't recommend you go and and look for it but let's be honest you're probably going to if you're anything like us it's but. not i mean it's upsetting because you know what actually happened yeah. it's not graphic or anything like that though it's just it's it's like watching you know footage of a a, a a car chase on on tv from a helicopter view and then seeing the car crash pretty much yeah. you know that somebody got hurt but you don't actually see it happen mm-hmm. it's one of those it like yeah i wouldn't recommend recommend looking it up for fun i would <laughs> recommend it either but if you're but if you're curious it's there yeah so um yeah so uh, anyway also Vito wanted me to make a clarification i didn't necessarily get it wrong but he's like intruder wasn't a sam raimi movie and he's like okay you're right scott spiegel directed it i knew that you knew that everybody knew that but sam raimi is in it it's no different than being like oh yeah you know that kevin costner movie dances with wolves right you go by you go by the actor did you mean by the actor? That's what I meant by it. Yeah, Mike's like some people might not know that. I'm like, well, okay. Hey, v- so so I'm, I'm clarifying it just on on his uh, behalf there. Hey, Vito, <laughs> go fuck yourself, man. Go felt a fish. Go felt a fish. All right, uh, two more things here. Uh, Movie Pass did indeed cease to exist in September 2019, and actually, just this past week, the parent company filed for bankruptcy, so it is completely dead. Kaput. We also, though, talked about uh, AMC has mm-hmm. a service. Mm-hmm. It's called AMC Stubs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's called AMC Stubs. I don't know. And they have three tiers. One of them is the A-list service. And with the A-list service, you get three movies per week, any movies, any time. Nope, there you go, oh, Mike. there you go. Um, <laughs> Drink. Yeah, three movies per week in, in any format, uh, uh, 2D, 3D, IMAX, whatever, you know, 4D, uh, live action. Did you say three movies? Three movies a week. Oh, a week. Three movies a week. You could see three movies in one day if you wanted to. There's no, there's no, um, yeah. uh, uh, holdups on it. Right, right. You get free online advanced tickets and ten percent cash back on concessions for all for nineteen ninety five a month. That's actually it's not that pretty, bad of a deal. That's a really good. deal. And I'm I'm considering actually signing up for it. Well, yeah, that's that's twelve that's twelve movies. Mm-hmm. If you if and, you weren't if you weren't going to um, well going to see to matinees going to see one movie though it's hundred twenty dollars worth of movies oh yeah you know yeah yeah like I'm actually thinking about signing up for it uh, when I had Movie Pass I made it a point to actually go and use it yeah because I was paying for it right so I might actually get out and actually see more first run movies you know we you know you know what sucks we've mentioned this on the show before what what we love doing this show and it's great because we get to watch movies we wouldn't normally watch because we have to and everything else. The unfortunate part about it though is that when you're held to watching two movies a week and you have an otherwise busy schedule, it doesn't really leave time for you to ever watch anything that you want to watch. Right. So I don't get out to the theater very often. Neither do you. Like we don't. You, we, our show we mostly do older movies because yeah. we just we can't get out or stuff that's like recently released. On- yeah on streaming services yeah yeah like every now and then we might get out for something but it's 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 a rarity these for the days big stuff it's really it's usually just for the big stuff you know but if you have a service that you're paying for it'll force you to actually get out and and actually use it so i'm actually thinking about signing up for that's it. why i need a gym membership oh no you wouldn't use that <laughs> nobody nobody uses their gym memberships <laughs> if everybody who had a gym membership and didn't use it just canceled it every gym would go bankrupt oh yeah every single one of them totally so yep Bunch anyway, of, bunch of fat fucks out there. And then the last I, one here. That's not. I don't mean that. I don't mean that as an insult. I'm one of you. 
we, 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 are, we, we are you. We are one. <laughs> uh, the last correction that we have comes from uh, Mr. Mindless Genius on Instagram. Oh, what's up, um, man? He was saying that the movie that you were thinking of where the driller, like the, the, oh, the yeah, girl's the boyfriend's killing, dad, yeah. blah, 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 it's City of the Living Dead. Yep. Which, which I, I, he said that, and I told Vito this. The first thing that came to mind is, I just don't feel like that's a movie that James would have ever seen. When did you ever see City of the Living Dead? It was like two summers ago because uh, it was either was it have you seen it? No. Okay, then I I think I was listening to um, Beyond uh, Beyond the Void. Okay. And Alex King, if I'm not mistaken, this is I, I'm pretty sure it was him. Mm-hmm. Was talking about how much he loved that movie, and I was like, oh, I gotta go check it out. So oh, I did. Okay, fair enough. That's about it. That's the whole you're, story. You're you're just a little bit more cultured than me now. I own it. I've just never actually seen it. <laughs> I've always been more cultured <laughs> than you. <laughs> Shut, the, Shut the fuck up. All right. Uh, now that that's over with, James, what are we doing this week? What are we What are we smoking this week? <laughs> right. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. I am high as fuck right now, bro. Uh, I'm not. I am drinking rum by itself just with ice which is a weird thing to do but i'm doing no, it it's delicious mount gay is some of the best <laughs> this is this is good rum. rum and i got it for you well kind of you want it in a, a bottle exchange that i wrapped uh what is here now you can get high oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh <laughs> should i should i talk about that i don't give a shit it's, we uh it's fucking legal dude yeah we got a we got a buddy who likes to Oh, God, it smells so much like weed. Uh, <laughs> it's, because, it's because it probably, or not probably, it is like 75% weed. <laughs> we have a we have a cookie here that our buddy gave us uh, that is, uh, his brother-in-law, I think, makes these. Mm-hmm. Like, he he bakes, or he, he cooks down weed with butter, and he makes yeah. weed butter, and then he makes cookies. But this thing is just so potent, skunky. I love the smell of weed. I really do. Potent potables. Potent potables. <laughs> What is getting high as fuck, Alex? <laughs> um, but uh, I'll take anal bum cover. Yeah, me and Mike don't really do that very much. But <laughs> we don't do <laughs> we don't weed. Do that. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't do weed very. Often. I don't smoke drugs, guys. Do you think Come smoking on. drugs is cool? Do you think that doing alcohol is cool? <laughs> um, we don't really do that, but we have the cookie now. So I, I mean, at some, cookie. At some point, we probably should, I suppose. Yeah. Um. But he told us to eat a third, so I don't know. Maybe we'll get my wife in the mix too. And uh, oh, and then we can recreate a the cookie scene. menage a trois. We can recreate yes. the scene that we saw in the movie last night. For some, <laughs> I don't know why you said. That. I'm the guy with the long hair, though. <laughs> you said that. Just let me I, have that. It's fine. I don't know why you said we can recreate the scene, and then like immediately I tried to picture what scene you're talking about, and immediately end of Requiem came in my head. Oh, I don't God. know why. <laughs> What? Well, drugs. <laughs> I guess. Menage, right, menage a trois. All right, look, come on. Let's let's pull this back in. Okay, gotcha. I swear to God, we haven't been doing drugs tonight. Um. So anyway, we are talking about these movies because recently we learned that a a buddy of ours um used to be really deep in the weed game. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> and when we thought about that, we're like, hey, we should get different friends who don't say stuff like that (laughs) 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 but we're kind of stuck with them so whatever and then Uh, we thought hey we've never done a. don't think we've ever done a drug episode we have not 
So, and then it just happened to coincide with um, a, a, a drug-fueled romp on uh, Shutter. What a romp. That just, oh man, what a romp. Uh, that was just released yesterday. Very so, rompous. So, we are talking about Bliss, mm-hmm. which was just released yesterday on Shutter. Warning you right now, we're going to talk about it. All Lots the, of spoilers. All the spoilers. So, it's on Shutter. Shutter's $5. Go get Shutter. If you don't have Shutter and you don't want to pay the five dollars, I'm sure you know somebody who has Shutter. Mm-hmm. Just watch it and then come back and listen to us because it's. I'd say this movie is well worth the five dollars that you would pay for a one month subscription. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent. You jump ten percent instantly because you thought about it. You're like one hundred percent, and then you're like one hundred ten percent, and and it's well, it's. It was grand. It was. It was. I, I think that. What it was, are you even saying? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> smelling the weed cooking, man. I'm just going crazy. No. Uh, yeah. So watch that on Shutter. We're gonna spoil it. Yep. So we I also, mean, we might hold back on some of the stuff. Nah, probably not. Okay, never mind. Uh, we also, and, then, <laughs> and then we also watched a movie from. Is this one's from 2019 as well? Isn't no, it? no. This is from 2006. Oh, was it? Yeah, no. it's a little bit older. It's uh 2012. I'm sorry. Okay, it's called uh Come Down. And it is a. I don't want to come back down from this cloud. We actually just watched the Bush video on repeat for an hour and a half. It's taking me all this time to find out what I need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I feel like we divulged into a little bit of Creed there at the end. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Um, yeah, come down. Uh, was a, it was an English movie? I was not prepared for the the deep english accents that we got in this movie it was uh it was the kind of movie where even though they were speaking like english it was a very different type of english and you needed subtitles well i told you just you, did i told you when i started watching it because i know that you're not usually you're not very good with even english accents well i i'm fine with english accents you, you make me sound like a stupid person it's just when they're when they're there are some areas of you the uk though where their accents are super super thick and it makes it very difficult. Like well, Cockney is Cockney one of them? Um, yeah. Isn't well, Cock- Cockney is Cockney. They use a lot of rhyming slang, so you I almost Idris Elba. Uh, Idris Elba talks in Cockney a lot. He does. Yeah. Like yeah, like he was rhyme, on the... like rhyming slang. Like... Well, I don't know if he talks about it in his day to day, but he knows how to, and he's familiar with it because he was on Hot Ones. Yeah, and they were talking about it a lot, and he was. Well, there's there's interesting things. Like, I think Cockney rhyming slang is really cool. Uh, it it's it's stuff like um. It's it's evolved so much that you you almost have to know like one of the best examples I can I can say is uh having a laugh, like, oh, we were having a laugh. So they switched it to and I think it was I think this all comes from prison. Like basically they would speak in code in prison. Okay. So they would say, Oh, we were having a laugh. So that changed from we're having a laugh to uh we're having a bath. And then that's switched from we're having a bath to we're having a bubble, as in a bubble bath. So now it's just like, oh, yeah, we were having a bubble, <laughs> you know? And that means we were having a laugh. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that okay. crazy? Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's almost or like, like... Or like... Or, or it's almost like a different dialect oh, of, yeah, yeah, of, totally. of English. Oh, dude, if you, if you look up Cockney rhyming slang, it's they have different words. Have you ever seen... You've seen, uh, have, you've seen Clockwork Orange, right? I have. Is there weed in this? Holy shit! Smell it, dude. Is there weed in this? Here, take it, take it, take it, take a whiff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well then. <laughs> um. 
We're fucking right. we're fucking drinking drugs tonight, man. We're, we're getting the crossfade, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. If you have you ever seen Clockwork Orange? Um, yeah. The yeah. the 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 language the language that they speak in that is kind of made up. It's a mix between uh, like Russian and Cockney rhyming slang and regular English, mm-hmm. and they call it NADSET. Okay. But there's a whole dictionary of it. And really? there's Yeah, it's amazing. Hmm. We used to, <laughs> me and a buddy of mine used to speak in it when we were in like junior high, just because we thought we were cool. It wasn't really to speak in code. We were just, oh, look at the, look at the band over there with the bullshit grooties, you know, like stuff. Like were you that. even doing it correctly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part. I mean, that's kind of cool. Because we both, he, he printed out, he printed out the full dictionary that we we both kept a copy in our backpacks. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. anyway, uh, let's uh, let's get back on track here. Yeah. So this what are we, is uh, what are we drinking? This is from New Belgium, and it is called the Emperor. Oh. <laughs> the packaging is so cool. Like, this dude. <laughs> so it's a it's a very fancy looking emperor type man, but uh, his his entire beard and mustache. And all of his adornments uh, are made out of <laughs> hemp leaves, <laughs> and uh, and he's also enjoying a nice tall, uh, nice tall tulip glass of uh, of the Hemperor. Obviously, it's a it's it's the Hemperor HPA. So it's hops and hemp rain together at last. It it actually says n- contains no traceable amounts of THC or CBD. Oh well, that doesn't shock me. It is still beer. It's a seven um, percenter, and then on the side it says the Hemperer HPA is a new kind of hoppy beer blending hemp with hops for complete sensory domination. See our sustainability efforts at thehemperer.com. Yep. Let's give it a try. All right. It does smell very. It skunky. smells very skunky. Like it's like the best skunk imaginable. Oh, cheers. Hmm. It tastes like Stella. It's sweet though. Yeah, I was gonna say with like well, like, weird with sweetness though. It, the 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 aroma makes you think of Stella because Stella is mm-hmm. a very naturally skunky smelling beer as well. Yep. And so the 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 smell of it, the aroma made me feel like that's what I was gonna taste. But then as soon as I squished it around my mouth a little bit, I got that sweetness. <laughs> that's that, really weird. Got that sweetness. Yeah, flavor here. I'm on the uh, NewBelgium.com page. Page. And it says flavor. Page, mate. It says uh, visual. Visually, it's very light and golden. Aroma, herbal cannabis in a big way. Flavor, sweet throughout with a mild bitter finish. Absolutely. Yeah, right on. And then the mouthfeel. You know what the mouthfeel is? Absolutely, I do. Coating initially, slightly sweet with a dry finish. Medium body. That's perfect. Everything about that is right on. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd hope so. It's from their website. Well. <laughs> I, I would hope that they would. <laughs> Uh, 7%. Here's something I always, I, we've drank a few new Belgiums on, on the, uh, Dilt show here. Mm-hmm. Something I always forget to mention, but it's on the label right here. And I just noticed it. Uh, this, this company for as big as it is, cause it's grown like oh, ten, yeah. tenfold in the last few years. It's 100% employee owned. Well, I, I actually, I don't know that I knew that new Belgium was <clears throat> employee owned. So I, I think every time they, they hire somebody, they give them shares, hmm. which is really cool. My dad, I think my dad has been to, because if, if you don't, if you're new to the show, my dad owns a, an Anheuser-Busch distributor, so beer is kind of like my, you know, my family. Beer is in your blood. Beer is in my blood. <laughs> I don't know why I put karate chops at the end of that. <laughs> it just feels appropriate. Um, he actually visited the New Belgium 
uh, brewery one time, or, or the was it the brewery? Do they do all their? I think it was like the main offices, and he mm-hmm. said it's like a it's like a playground. That's awesome. There's slides going between the uh, between each of the levels. They actually, uh, um, there was something about because New <clears throat> Belgium has fat tire, you know. Yep, it's their flagship. And there was something about like employees who ride their bikes to work get bonuses or something like that. I would like ride my bike every yeah, day. Yeah, like every, everything about this company seems really cool. So if you walk, do you get a double bonus? Sure, why not? <laughs> or oh, and then what it was. Uh, I think because they had a huge parking lot and even it was uh, people who parked furthest away from the building got like a free bike in their spot that they could ride up to the building or something some some shit like that it was yeah okay I just really there. cool stuff though and like the building had ping pong tables and arcade machines and shit like ping pong ping pong so oh. <laughs> <laughs> ping pong <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, let's, uh, so yeah, so we're talking about Bliss, talking about uh, Come Down, drinking this this baby right here, mm. and uh, that's about it. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed feed. Alright, um, where uh, we're not necessarily horror news, uh, it, it does need to be brought up, need to, you know, do our do our due diligence on this, uh, and that is we need to talk about the uh, the tragic helicopter crash that took place uh, yeah. last Sunday. Um, so, uh, rest in peace this week to pilot uh, Ara Zobayan, uh, Sarah Chester, and her daughter Peyton Chester, John... Oh, am I going to get this name right? John Altabelli, uh, his wife Carrie Altabelli, and their daughter Alyssa Altabelli, Christina Mauser, Kobe Bryant, and his daughter Gianna. So there's nine people in total. Um, you know, I, I went with the other people first, kind of on purpose here, only because in all of the news articles and everything else that I've been reading, they are barely mentioning the other people in this crash and i think yeah. that that's doing a great disservice to uh to these people yeah especially when i didn't realize that you had an entire family that right. perished in this and then another mother daughter which i don't know if there is a father figure so that could be their family well, yeah, too for like the, for the first for the first like for the first few hours of the day on when was the crash sunday it was sunday yeah i don't even i i I don't even think that I knew that there were other people other than Kobe and his daughter and yeah. the pilot. It was it was like Kobe and and nine other people. It's right. Like, yeah. Like whoa 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 whoa. Three 13 year olds lost their life in this crash, yeah. and that's I understand that Kobe was the most recognizable one out of all sure. of them, but three 13 year olds died like children. Yeah. And like there's like no I mean obviously his daughter yes but like mm-hmm. the other two especially though it's like. Come on. Yeah. Like, do we live in a world like that's that bad where and we, and we care about celebrity that much to where that isn't newsworthy? Either? Well, like, here, come here, on. here's the thing, though, is accidents happen all the time and you don't hear about them. True. You know, if this accident had happened and Kobe Bryant wasn't on board, we probably would have heard maybe a blurb, you know? You would have heard that a plane went down. You, sure. you, you do at least hear about that usually, but... The whole thing, everything about it, though, is just so terrible, so tragic. Um mm-hmm. It was really a surreal kind of moment on Sunday, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's always weird to hear about anything like this happening. 
especially when it's somebody who is so young and someone that you just don't expect to pass away yeah. anytime soon, you know, yeah, like right. it, it's, it's, it's always a shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a tragic loss. I think, you know, not just because of his celebrity, but because of all the other innocent people that died though, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, I just, I just feel like we shouldn't be forgetting about them, which a lot of these news outlet people are, are not forgetting, but kind of pushing them to the back burner a little bit just because yeah. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. And, and I, and I get it. But you know, right. I think they should have uh, a spotlight shine on them too. There, you know, there's a lot of people that have um, a lot of a lot of personal feelings about Kobe, which we're not going to get into on the show here because this is not the not the time or the place. Sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, but uh, it, it's a it's a it's a weird thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up the news. You'll you'll eventually come across it. Um, some stuff in his past and whatnot. But uh, like I said, not the time or place for that. I'm just more saying rest in peace to, you know people that lost their lives everyone yeah so rest in peace to uh, all nine of them uh let's see here. let's get on to some more some uplifting news shall we mm-hmm. uh fiona Dorif, daughter of one of our favorite killer dolly dolls <laughs> dolly dolls dolly dolls um she has just been cast in the new adaptation of the stand oh. now have you read the stand oh man i started that's like the longest book in the world audible <laughs> huh Audible. <laughs> oh yeah, Audible. Oh dude, you should, I have. You should probably you should probably stop reading it for the seventeenth time. Yep. And read the stand. Yeah, that would be, and especially since I have like eight Audible credits right now. Instead of instead of four chapters describing a rock, though, it's going to be eight hours <laughs> describing a rock. So be prepared for that. But it's an evil rock. <laughs> but it's an evil rock. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, though, uh, she is going to be playing the character. Apparently, there's a character in the stand. Um, I have read the stand. It's been forever I you have read I, it? I did not finish it but i oh, read okay. a lot of it i just could not make it through the whole thing it's a, it's a tough read it really is greg is uh he's 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 the one like back in high school he would always have a stephen king book with him and he read all the longest ones and i was always like what did i had a, i had the attention span of a goldfish when i was that old i was like there's no way i could ever read a book like that mm-hmm. but man he used to just rifle through them it was crazy um, yeah, the, uh, there's a character in the, in the book called, uh, Ratman, mm-hmm. and she is going to be playing the Ratman, oh. only it's going to be the Rat Woman, because, sure. you know, gender stuff. Sure. <laughs> gender swap. Gender swap. <laughs> um, but no, I love Fiona Dorf, so that's fine by me. Yeah, like, yeah, she's, that's cool. she's great, and she's, she's pretty, pretty, pretty. Pretty. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, we were talking about this uh, last week or the week before about the possibility of John Krasinski returning in a, pl- a Quiet Place Two. Oh yeah, yeah. Now yeah. apparently, um, when by the time this show airs, we're recording on a Friday again. So by the time this show airs on Sunday, it's going to be Super Bowl Sunday. Everyone's going to have seen the commercials, so this will be old news at that point. But uh, there's going to be a Super Bowl ad featuring Quiet Place 2, and it does reveal that John Krasinski is in the movie. Oh, really? So it's going to be in the scenes probably from before, obviously, Mm because he's, you know, dead as shit. Yeah. Um, Oh, spoilers. Jeez. Okay, if you haven't seen the fucking movie (laughs) at this point, come on. Um, But uh, but yeah, so he is going to be featured at least a little bit in the movie from the throwback. I figured he was going to be, uh, but this is just more, uh, more of a concrete answer to that. Well, especially, yeah, with that little teaser trailer we got where you could hear the girl go, oh, his dad. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you knew he was going to be in it at mm-hmm. some capacity. Um, let's see here. Uh, the Crow is back in development after uh, it's been about two years since the Jason Momoa and Corn Hardy version got uh, pretty much shut Shit down can. and they both exited the project yeah. and whatever. Well, the studio's back at it and they're trying to redevelop The Crow again. It's an active development. So yeah. 
that's a thing. I was, I was thinking about this, and I was wondering who would I want to play the crow if Jason Momoa was out? Because I thought Jason Momoa was actually a really cool choice, just because he just doesn't really fit the mold. Yeah. But I like Jason Momoa a yeah. lot, so I thought it could be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, if if they're going to go more classic remake of the crow right like what kind of skinny like little brandon, emo boy that's what i'm saying <laughs> brandon lee was skinny but he was ripped too he, mm-hmm. had, he was he had, guy let's be honest he lost a lot of weight including muscle weight hot bod hot bad hot bod he lost a lot of muscle mass for that movie that even though i have a i have a, very I, small i have somebody in mind who alexander skarsgård hmm. Hmm. he's huh. usually a blonde with shorter hair yeah but in i want to say in true blood he had longer hair Dye that black. I've never watched True Blood. It's good. Uh, at least the first couple seasons are. Um, but dye his hair darker or whatever and have mm-hmm. him grow it out. Mm-hmm. And I think that he could put the crow makeup. I'm picturing him with the crow makeup. I think that he would look really fucking sweet okay. as the crow. Okay. Yeah. Plus chicks would dig it. Well, yeah. Because he's fine. Right? <laughs> Way more than they would have dug Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. Sure. He's, he's not fine at all. <laughs> <laughs> not fine. That would have been uh, that would have been very easy to get my wife to go see The Crow in theaters if Jason Momoa was in it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's, he's kind of like a dirty, dirty, druggy, rock star looking guy anyway. Yeah. You know? Those dudes are all huge. They're so tall. All the, okay. all the scars guard That's okay. kids. They're, uh, you used to, used to hire other tall actors and then they'll look normal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to do. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of anybody better right now. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know much about Jason Biggs. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Halfway through, he just starts fucking a pie. <laughs> um, no, I don't, yeah, I can't really picture anybody else, but at the same time, I don't really, I can't think of much that I've seen Alexander, Alexander? Yeah. Alexander Skarsgård in, so. Oh, he's been in a lot of stuff. You've probably one of the, seen him more than, than you think. Yeah, I th- probably. One of the things I really loved about um, Brandon Lee was his uh, his delivery. Like, he was he was funny and, like, his. He was really convincing in that death scene. <laughs> God, <laughs> prick! Um, <laughs> Come on, the joke is right there. He it's was been enough time. <laughs> he was there was like just something about his delivery, how he could bounce back and forth between being really dark and being really funny. Yeah, and no, he was great. He was fantastic. I'm just trying, like, I, like I said, I'm not too familiar with Alexander Skarsgård. Like, if he can pull that kind of thing off, you know I, what I mean? I but think that he could. I think, but I'm thinking, like, if they did the crow again, they're gonna. I think they're going to go too dark. Like, they're going to get rid of that comedic element. And if they do, that, it doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing, though. I don't know if there's It'll a, separate that, it from... I don't know, something about that character. I never read the comics. I never did either. But I have to imagine that Brandon Lee's character was based off of the comics, and he was probably... If, any, if anybody out there has read the Crow comics and you know better than I do, was he quippy like that? Like, did he like to joke around and stuff? Yeah, that I'm not sure of. You know what I mean? Uh And if so, then stay true to the comics and and let him be quippy and and don't go too dark. But this is, this is, we've gotten that already, though. We are, that that movie already exists. So if they're going to try to redo this, though, and make a different version of it, though, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, that's fair. You know? I don't like change. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I don't know what to tell you. That's why you don't like Obama. Who? 
Obama. Obama. Oh, change. Good. change. Yes, we can. <laughs> no, you can't. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, remember a while back, uh, there was a story about the original manuscript to the original uh, thing story that was found? Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, it's being turned into a movie. Okay. So this is super interesting. Uh, I'm going to read. This is from uh, straight off of Bloody Disgusting, their release of it, just because I can't possibly reword it any better. <laughs> um, but it says here, uh, back in 2018, John Bennett... Uh, Bentoncourt announced the discovery of a novel-length version of the classic novella, and he took to Kickstarter to fund the release of the novel titled Frozen Hell. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bentoncourt explained, in 1938, acclaimed science fiction author John W. Campbell p- uh, published a novella called Who Goes There? about a team of scientists in Antarctica who discover... Uh, who discover and are terrorized by a monstrous, shape-shifting alien entity. The story would later be adapted into John Carpenter's iconic movie, The Thing, following an early film adaptation in 1951. The published published novella was actually an abridged version of Campbell's original story called Frozen Hell, which he had shortened for publication. The Frozen Hell manuscript remained unknown and unpublished for decades and was only recently rediscovered. Fuck. The fuck? amateur hour over here it's usually me um but uh, yeah he goes on to say though the frozen hell uh, expands the thing story dramatically giving vital backstory and context to an already incredible tale so this is i'm actually really really okay with this um usually if i heard remake and the thing in the same sentence i'd be like i don't know about that um (laughs) but this is this sounds completely different this is going to be it's going to be a take of the original story which i think is Obviously very similar to John Carpenter's, sure. but also very different. Yeah. So I kind of feel like they're going to be two completely different beasts. So I'm actually completely okay with them doing this. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm interested for sure. You know, like people, I've, I, I'm not one of these people who, I know that like there are times when I say, why are you remaking this movie? Just yeah. let it be the masterpiece that it is. But this is different. Because you're going based off of the original manuscript. You're not remaking John Carpenter. John Carpenter's movie. Yeah. And for anybody who hasn't seen The Thing 2011, who thinks, I'm not going to watch that because it's a remake of one of the best horror movies ever, it's not. No. It's a prequel. Yeah. A requel. A requel. <laughs> Which I didn't know until I watched it. Yeah. But it is a prequel. Did you ever? No, I never actually did. You never ended did. up watching no, it, I did need you? To. I need to still. Oh, dude. I actually, I for, for what it was, I liked it. I've heard. I, I haven't heard all bad things. Plus, about it was it, so. cool. It was cool to kind of fill in the gaps, you know, when the, in John Carpenter's the thing when they go back and they find all the dead bodies of, at that other outpost. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool to see what happened to him. You know, I agree. So, um, okay, that's uh, that's all I got. What's on blue this week, James? Oh boy! So, Mortal Kombat Legends. Oh, I love me some Mortal Kombat. Scorpion's Revenge, the rated R animated film. By the way, oh, I'm into that. Rated R. That's dope. Uh, just dropped yesterday. You know what that means the uh, what? Mortal titties. The trailer dropped for it yesterday, and we've already got a date for Blu-ray release. Nice. Uh, arriving from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment, the feature-length film starring Joel McHale as um, interesting Johnny Cage, interesting, and Jennifer Carpenter. No shit. As Sonya Blade. I'm into that. Uh, that will hit digital starting April 12th and 4K Ultra HD combo pack and Blu-ray combo pack and DVD on April 28th. Nice. Uh, next up, and the last one, I had like five of them pulled up. And then as I was reading the articles, uh, I was like, 
That's not a Blu-ray release. It's VOD. I don't care about that shit. Cool story, bro. Get that shit out of my face. Okay. <laughs> uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, hit Blu-ray in the UK not too long ago. I believe it. I, I believe that I talked about it on you the did? show not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Arrow Video has just announced that it will be getting a U.S. and Canada release nice. on April 28th with plenty of extras, special features, interviews, galleries, commentaries, and of course, titties. Oh, well then. <laughs> Sold. I mean, it is Elvira, after all. That's true. What is Elvira without the titties? <laughs> right? Um, nothing. Uh, okay, that's it. Uh yeah, I gotta I gotta bring my attention before you with before you get to your last story. We've upgraded. Oh, once again. <laughs> so for the first uh, couple weeks that we we had Mike's new TV here, we were watching uh, beautiful crackling fires in the fireplace, and then we upgraded a couple weeks ago to a uh, a gorgeous bonfire mm-hmm. on top of a, a mountain, on top look, of a mountain, looking over a, a valley at sunset. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've gone full norwegian <laughs> we're watching that's gotta be a church by the size of it it's gotta be a church right it's something it is it's a building on fire and it's just spectacular this is this is the progression of like a serial arsonist you go from like bonfires to like setting fires in the woods to just burning down churches i want to burn a church down <laughs> Because that's what we're watching right here. Speaking oh, look at that. It looks like, oh, there's a spiral staircase. You can see it on the left there. Yep. You see that? Speaking of church burnings. Wow. Yeah. Um, I found this. I was listening to the Movie Crypt podcast with Richard Stanley uh-huh. uh, about Colorado Space. Sure. And uh, he was talking about how there is a scene in the movie where uh, one of the characters, uh, we, we still haven't seen it, obviously, but one of the characters is um, listening to some music or there's music on the TV or something. And Richard Stanley actually reached out and collaborate, collaborated with Varg Vikers. Oh, really? The the dude that murdered his bass player and set the churches on fire in Norway. Isn't he in prison still? No, he, no, he was released a while back. What? Yeah, um, and he's living, in, I want to say he's living in Florida now or something. What? Yeah, yeah I, maybe that could be wrong. That could be a correction for next week. That's so funny. But fitting. yeah, Richard, that's where, Richard that's where Stanley. all crazy people end up at Richard, some point. Yeah, right. Richard Stanley, though, actually like reached out to him and collaborated with him for this. It's like, that just makes the most perfect sense for, uh, in the world. Well, he was and in May- you, Mayhem? Is that, yeah, is yeah. that what band they were in? Yeah. Yep. The the movie Lords of uh, Chaos yeah were was was based off also of that. the book Lords of Chaos yes. if you've never read it um, do it yeah that movie the movie just sounds so much better the more that I hear people talking about it oh Color Out of oh, Space yeah dude yeah I really yeah. want to watch it and I'm more fascinated I think by Richard Stanley than anything else did you know that he spent a good number of years searching for the Holy Grail did he really yep certainly did that's amazing he's also an uh, apparently an uh, an anthropologist or archaeologist or anthro archaeo something i I know they are i know they are i forget what he said but he said it in passing i go what just super weird well did he give any other context clues or it's just i guess in his time off he's just been doing that kind of stuff well like archaeologists dig up bones and stuff yeah anthropologists are more experts in like uh, cultures i know and and religions and stuff that's why i think it actually is anthropology i was gonna say it seemed with that type of dude i'd say it's probably more anthropology he's one of the most fascinating creatures on this planet oh dude that documentary about the making of what was that called it's called uh, lost soul lost soul it's on uh it's on amazon prime now so it was on Shutter and it disappeared. Yeah, and now it's popped back up on Amazon Prime. I yeah. don't know how long it's been there. If you've but, never, uh, yeah. if you've never watched that documentary, <clears throat> it's called Lost Soul. Uh, the 
the uh, the crumbling of yeah, the, the island cr- of Doctor Moreau. That's yeah. the wrong title. It's but, so good. Go watch yeah. it. It's amazing. Okay, we got to finish up the news here. <clears throat> sure. um, we're already fifty five minutes into this. Uh, I'm just going to end it with probably the best news of the week. Okay, uh, and that is that uh, Paul Rubens. Yeah, you know our our friendly neighborhood. Wacker Decker. <laughs> the old wackadoodle. <laughs> the old wackadoodle Pee Wee Herman. What um what else are you supposed to do in a triple X theater? Doesn't everybody jack off in those things? I mean I do. Yeah. Sometimes I jack off the guy next to me. <laughs> it's what you do. <laughs> oh God. Hey buddy, can you give me a hand here? <laughs> hand ditches. Um okay, so uh Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, yeah. wants to make a horror movie version of Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. And he's that. having trouble getting any studios to pick it up. Mm. However, it's weird because he's getting some support behind it. So he believes, so Ruben's here. Um, he says the script, uh, which he's been working on since the 90s, um, follows Pee Wee as he gets out of prison and becomes an unexpected yodeling star, only to move to Hollywood, start a movie career, and then develop a pill and alcohol addiction what in what fuck? Rubens calls the Valley of the Dolls Pee Wee movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need this in my what? life. Like, this needs to happen. Um, the crazy thing is that he wants to make it for $15 million, right? That's what he's asking for, which... A lot, but sounds like not, a, not a, it sounds not a like lot. a lot to us, but that's a pretty small yeah. budget. Um, and it's, it's weird because he could probably that's do only half. Him. That's only half the budget of his last one, uh, Big Holiday, which Netflix did. Okay, um, but Netflix won't. I guess it won't apparently uh, pick up the project. But he does have the um, the attention of the Safdie brothers. The Safdie brothers are the guys that just made Uncut Gems with oh, Adam Sandler, yeah. so they're hot right now. Uh-huh. And apparently, he already found. A investor to pay ten million of the proposed budget. Really? So crowdfund the rest. He really could, seems like he wants to make this happen. Crowdfund the rest. He could do it, right? He could find five million dollars anywhere else, though. Honestly, there's got to be an investor somewhere that would give him five million bucks. If I if I win the lottery tomorrow, I'll I'll call Pee Wee and I'll give him five million bucks. I'll give you five million bucks under one condition. We got to go see a movie together. <laughs> And I'm sitting. It's like what? Ha- what handed are you? Right? I'm sitting to your right. <laughs> I get. I get to hold the popcorn. <laughs> oh, jeez. I love it, dude. Yeah. We're gonna go see this new uh, porn parody called The Thing. <laughs> John Carpenter's Thing. It's. <laughs> it's not the thing. It's just John Carpenter's thing. It's just. It's just naked John Carpenter playing video games. <laughs> Doing the helicopter just. <laughs> There's a visual I didn't need. <laughs> oh, this is this is this is why we're never gonna make it. All right, um, that's that's all I got from the news. Make so it uh, where? Anywhere in life. Okay, that's fair. All right, that's your news. Um, that's going to bring us to our uh, stupid fact of the day. Oh, you got it. I do. I got okay. one. Nah, I'm taking over. Taking over Jay's spot this week. Um, so this is something that I've known for a long time, but some people might not actually know. In the early 1900s, did you know that products containing heroin, such as cough syrups uh, and remedies for, get this, infant colic, oh. were marketed and <laughs> sold over the counter in the United States and other countries. Doctors also reported that people who use these products seemed to sleep better. Oh. Yeah. Because they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, in the 1900s, if your baby was crying, just give it a little old heroin and uh, things. A little good old-fashioned heroin. It kind of it makes me think that, uh, you know, like my, my great-grandparents talking about rubbing whiskey and their kids' mm-hmm. gums when they were teething. 
<laughs> Not so bad anymore. <laughs> well, you, just a your, little whiskey. Your great grandparents are also probably gave your grandparents heroin. So <laughs> think of it that way. <laughs> Yikes. So there you go. That is your stupid fact of the day. And boom, that was your news. <laughs> you gotta do that. That's just sad. Uh, all right. Well, we are gonna take a quick break, real, real quick, and you know we're gonna we're gonna I don't know a couple of rails, a couple of nose beers, nose couple nose beers, <laughs> couple like nose it. beers, a little bliss. And when we come back, we're gonna <coughs> we're gonna dive. <coughs> I need some cough syrup. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> and when we come back, we're gonna get deep. Deep in the drug game. Mm, I love it. So deep. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, James. Yeah. Without completely incriminating yourself. Yeah. It's the hardest joint you've ever done. The hardest joint I've well, ever done? The hardest hardest j- drug joint. <laughs> the, the hardest joint I've ever done was about the size of that umbrella over there. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking Cheech and Chong mixed into one? Hardest drug I've ever done? Uh, ha- have you ever heard of butt chugging? <laughs> uh, specifically butt chugging an entire fifth of vodka? Uh, please tell me you've actually done this. Because I don't think there's a drug out there that could compare to that. <laughs> what, I think you're probably right. What about you? Pure gasoline. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> straight like, from the source. Like just, huffing it, or no? It's like when you're whenever you're whenever you're pumping gas, just or whatever, a you, just, sip. you just you know one for you, one for me, one for, one for you, you, one for me. <laughs> you, just, you take a little nip, you know. There you go. There you go. No, man, I don't. Dude, uh, dude my shits were on fire. <laughs> just. Crazy. Did you actually it's crazy? Did you ever see that show My Strange Addiction? Oh, dude. There was an episode where there was a woman that drank gasoline. Mm-hmm. It was the most bizarre thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Everything, every episode of that show gave me anxiety because I would watch these people doing these weird things. And I'm just like, what wonders, are you doing? You're killing yourself. Part of me wonders if it was all fake. Because who would actually admit on television that they do these things? Uh, you know, like mm-hmm. unless they're promising them more of the things that they're <laughs> addicted to, <laughs> like carrot on a string style. <laughs> we actually we got you a lifetime a lifetime membership to BP. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that kill you drinking gasoline? What the I fuck? Yes, she did it in very small doses, but yeah, like, yeah. It's w- like what even what even works you up to that point where you're like, ah, I love the smell so much. I'm I'm gonna drink. Well, a little you bit. go from. You go from alcohol to rubbing alcohol to paint thinner mm. to gasoline. Oh, dude, that's it. There's your, there's your, there's your natural progression. I remember hearing this story. I can't remember where it was, but it, uh, it, it was a dude who worked at a uh, an uh, an ethanol plant, mm-hmm. and it was pure ethanol that they would. They had these little hoses that came out of the ceiling, and they would fill up uh, containers or whatever yeah. the hell they were doing with it. And he decided one day to just take a pull off one of these hoses. As you do. This stuff was the equivalent of like, uh, like, it, it, it was, it was like, like three hundred proof or something like that. You know, he says he estimates that he drank about an ounce and a half to two ounces, 
and he was in a coma for like three weeks. That's a good fucking trip. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up, dude? But what? No, that's that's crazy. I can't even what imagine are you doing being, like what. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine doing or or I don't know, man. I guess you know it. it Drugs are a weird thing. Like I, I was lucky enough to where I never grew up around drugs, so I was never introduced to them, which meant I stayed away from them for the most part. I mean, shit, I have only smoked weed once in my life. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm pretty much of a noob to, I'm too, to all this. I'm too afraid to try any of the other stuff. I'll say that right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just like chicken shit when it comes. <laughs> like, I, I've smoked weed before. And then, like I've, I, you know, I've had to take uh, Vicodin after a surgery. I fucking hated that. Yeah, I had Valium before that surgery. Pump it up. Uh, I actually enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I'm just like all the other shit. I'm too, I'm too afraid. Yeah, I just can't. I don't like. I can't. Like, I'm, I'm like with my luck, I'd be the guy who does shrooms and then trips forever. That's <laughs> you know how. Like, I mean? that's yeah. Like, drug drugs are a weird thing. Luckily. If you don't want to do drugs, the cinema's got you covered because you can watch these movies and you feel like you're fucking doing drugs. Honest <laughs> to God, dude, I had what? What were we drinking? Last? We were drinking whiskey last yeah. night, scotch and whiskey. I had a, I had two whiskey or, with a with a gasoline chaser. <laughs> I had two or three <laughs> drinks, and I'm watching this this movie, Bliss in particular, yep. um, and I was like. Is this what being like crazy it high really is like? Makes you feel like it. It, it, it. Like that movie was insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was. It was. It, it was, was super insane. good. It was, I uh, can't imagine actually being high and watching that movie it would probably freak you out. Yeah, I, this this movie calls or both of these movies sort of call into question how big of a pussy am I? Because <laughs> in both of these movies, you have these groups of people that are just doing drugs on top of drugs on top of more drugs yeah, on top do, of drinking fifths of whiskey how do they not doing die, fucking dude? rails smoking the reefer <laughs> like <laughs> like point is though they're mixing everything you can possibly imagine especially together especially in bliss and they wake like, up the next morning and they're fucking fine i have she just one goes and gets a burrito and then I does have a painting one drink too many and i am out for 24 hours with, with the worst hangover yeah man Maybe I'm just getting old. <laughs> I, that could very well possibly be it. But we we used to be able to, our we used to be able to party when yeah, we were younger. I, I definitely our had a party of, face. Our our version of partying, our though, version. Our, version, our version of partying was just like drinking a shitload of beer and smoking a bunch of cigarettes. So that was our version of partying. Yeah, like the, people um, who can just stack drugs on top of drugs. Like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bump. Get a little coke in my system, yeah, just, and then even it out with some weed, and then I'm gonna do, and then I'm gonna have a few beers, and then I need another bump, yeah, and then I'm gonna have a little more weed to even crazy. it out. Like it's what crazy. the fuck? And in between all of that, they're having copious amount of sex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds pretty fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm lucky if I can perform after a beer. <laughs> Not tonight, honey. I had a Bud Light. I'm feeling dandy. <laughs> Just old man us sitting on the fucking couch. God. Yeah, I can't do anything. Like if I if I mix a Bud Light with like a Coors, I'll feel it the next day. Oh, like, yeah. It's I don't know. We're uh, it's, we're we're it's, old and square. That's what we are. It's funny, man. We used to have a wall uh, a wall of beer. <laughs> Literally, we had a wall of beer in our apartment. It was empties, and it was. All the beer we had drank, and it only took us like three months to fill the entire wall. Our other roommate literally fixed his car, (laughs) repaired his car on the bottle returns. By taking the (laughs) empties back. 
Oh, man. All right. Uh, speaking of nothing to do with what we were talking about, um, <laughs> Come Down from 2012. Uh, this was directed by a guy named uh, Menha Hunda. Menha Huda? Uh, Men. I don't think the J is. I think it's a soft J. No, I, it's like I'd a say yog. I want to say Menage, but I'm, I'm sure that's not what it is. <laughs> Menage um, Huda. I'm, I, I would say it's probably Menhaj. Menhaj, okay. Menhaj Huda. Um, so this guy has not done a heck of a whole lot of other stuff, unless oh you count God. the two, the two Prince Harry and Meghan Markle movies, because he totally did those. Wait, what? <laughs> He did, uh, he did what? He did Harry and Meghan becoming royal and Marion Hag- uh, Harry Mar- Marion Hagen. Marion Hagen. <laughs> uh, Harry and Meghan, a royal romance. Oh, God. He, he did those and then he made, uh, and then, or before that, he made Come Down. So interesting. I gotta, I gotta go off, uh, on a, on just a sidebar real quick. Who the, I know, roll your eyes at me all you want, but this is, it, this is what's happening right now. Who the fuck? cares about the royal family british people don't care no i don't I, like they're well hey harry and Meghan aren't even a part of the royal family anymore yeah, so good good for them get out of that fucking <laughs> shithole dude <laughs> it's i they're i just moving to canada eh that's that's fine that's good i'm glad they are i just i like they like it's all i see on tv and it's like who cares let them do what they want you just turn the TV off, you know. I know. But sometimes <laughs> but, it's... But you care so much, you have to watch But it. sometimes the remote is all the way over there, and I don't want to. Yes, I'm watching four hours of Marion Hagen. I don't know. All right. It's just, it's just the, the hoopla over the, the fact that they're leaving. It, who cares? Megs it. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. Who cares? Uh, six friends who turn the deserted... Six friends who turn the deserted the tower block they lived in as kids into a pirate radio station soon learn they are not alone as a resident psychopath begins hunting them down. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you didn't guess from that description, they're doing drugs while they're in the building. Um, so this movie, um, we picked it because of the drug theme, obviously. It wasn't a movie that we had seen before. Of course. Not near as concentrated on the drug theme as i thought that it was going to well it was they could have but they chose not to which is the weird thing like they they started down that path a little bit the whole but then they just didn't their whole the the whole point of them because they were really they were tasked with uh with um putting that antenna up in that tower yeah. by somebody else who ran the rate the pirate radio station um but there was the one guy who said i'll get you i'll get you locked in the rest of them basically just said, "We're gonna go and drink beer and get high." Yeah, to party. So, so it was it was all based around the idea that they wanted to go and just well, it get sounds like up. it sounds like they were basically going to stay up there for the duration of the radio show. That way, they could take the antenna with them when sure. they left. Is yeah. what it seems like to me. Right. Um, but yeah, you basically have uh, this, guy, this guy named Lloyd. Um, he has a girlfriend named Gemma. Uh, they have a uh, baby to be. She is three months pregnant, which he says quite a bit over the course of the movie. Um, well, he actually says three months. Three months. Um, yeah, so he just gets out of prison. He's been locked up for three months. Did they ever say why? No. I don't remember. No, not that I caught at least. Okay. I don't know. They were speaking another language, so I'm not 100% sure. Um, and then you have uh, Kelly, who is another one of their friends who looks like she's 12. Yep. I was very confused as to why she was hanging out with them, even though I know that she's not, but she looks like it, mm-hmm. and it's weird. Definitely. Um, you have... Uh, she reminded me a little bit of Maisie Williams. Yes. Yes, 100%. Right? 
Because Maisie Williams yes, all... <laughs> What's that? It's like, yes, bro. Yes, bro. Yes, blood. Uh, because she, uh, Maisie Williams also looks like she's 12. She does. Uh, very round head. Um, you also have Gal. She does. So mean. It's like she's got a bowling ball sitting on top oh, of her shoulders. She's a, she's a perfectly beautiful she young is. lady. It's a good looking bowling ball. She's got a... <laughs> what? It's a good looking chick. <laughs> Fucking round head, but good looking chick. Uh, you have one of their other friends, Gal. I'm not sure what that's short for, but, uh, isn't it Gal? Maybe it's Galbert or something. Is it... G A L, yeah, God, well, because they were calling him. Go- oh no, oh, they called the other guy Call. Call, and yeah, that was Call. short for Ka- Colin. Colin, yep. So yeah, there's another guy named Call. He's uh, he's like the big, uh, he's like the, kind of the bigger dude. Yeah, I I have questions about his character. I have questions about his character. Um, <clears throat> okay. You also have a guy named Jason. Jason is like their sort of. I don't know if he's their friend or if he's just like the friend of the DJ that went with them. But he does know them all too. But they don't really seem to like him. I'm not really. Which one was Jason? Jason was the the asshole, the guy that was oh, constantly yeah. causing Jason problems. Was a, Jason was a yeah. fuckhead. Um, and then he was he was the only one out of all of them. He was the only one that it's like the like all of them had uh, pretty heavy English accents. He was the only one that was really speaking in the uh, like the the slang terms, mm-hmm. though. You know what I mean. So he was really the only one where you ever really needed the subtitles for him. Because uh, well, and it's not because you couldn't tell what he was saying. He talked you, really fast. It's it's he talked really fast and it's not because you couldn't tell what he was saying. It was that he was saying certain words where you almost needed the context clues around the word yep. to figure out what the well, hell he was talking about. Cuz like about. we were talking about before, this dialect of English is like another language. Yeah. It's it, it's incredibly hard to follow. Um anyway though, who was who was Shaf? Shaf it's another person that's in the cast list here, but I'm not sure where they fit, and there's no picture next to them. Were, um, they, were they just nobody? I don't remember. <clears throat> okay, we're going to say they're nobody. Oh, you know who it was? I think it was one of the 554s. Five, five mm. Okay, that makes so, sense. Because there, there, are two, there are two other uh, like antagonists adjacent yep. people who are in the building with them, who are part of this gang. This gang. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I want to say Shaf and Nas were, okay. the, were those two people. I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's so that's then that, that's your cast. Um, it's it's a pretty straightforward story actually. Yeah. Um, there's this old abandoned building that used to be run or used to have a caretaker living there basically, and uh, Gal or Gal, uh, basically he he burned the dude's birds. His pigeons. He had so, uh, so the caretaker had pigeons that lived with them in this abandoned building, right, where they all used to live. Well, when they were walking in, they were walking through the pigeon, like the pigeon coop. So he had them down in this little courtyard yep. area. And uh, Gal, 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 whatever, we'll just call him Gal, right? Mm-hmm. Gal. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to drive the caretaker out of the place, and he said, oh, "I finally got rid of the old caretaker by burning his pigeons." So he essentially That's just went in and fucking... Step one of being a fucking psychopath, oh, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You seen the documentary, Don't Fuck With The Cats? Don't fuck with the pigeons. Okay? <laughs> it was weird, too, because right before they cut to the scene where they were sneaking into that building, you heard there was a... Drink. <laughs> there was a there was a, 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 a like a cut to black, and you just saw a black screen. Did you, you notice that but in you all those... But you heard the screaming of the pigeons yes! on fire. I, I was wondering was what that was. Up, Every dude. single time in the beginning when it would cut to black, you would hear something, and yeah. I couldn't place it was the, what it was. It was, was. the pigeons just, on fire. Oh, weird. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Another weird thing is when they're when they're walking into the, the building, uh-huh. which 
is it, are there two different buildings? I was a little bit confused by this because there's the one where they're walking in they're, where they're talking about the, um, the caretaker. Yeah. But then there's the building at the very end, but they don't go there until it's dark. I think that they went into, I think the, the place where Gal had burned the pigeons was a separate building. Okay. And I think the, spo- spoiler alert here, the caretaker after that accident or after that arson rather had moved to the tower. Okay. That's very convenient, but okay. Why is that convenient? Well, it's just it's just convenient that, that, that there be another he was set up shop and living in the place where they just <laughs> happened to break into after the one dude like you know what I'm saying? Well they were they were right next to each other, so it, it would make sense that he would I guess. move over there. Anyway, they need to go up and put this this antenna up <laughs> in the uh one of the top floors or whatever and because right. they used to live they all used to live there they know their way around mm-hmm. so they go up there and they're partying and they're doing their drugs and they're popping pills and smoking weed and i thought for a hot second there might be an orgy breaking out <laughs> like for a hot second i thought there might have been uh turns out not the case they're not those kind of drug addicts um i just feel like i i just made somebody mad but um <laughs> anyway though uh so Gemma, though, who, by the way, is three months pregnant going into this abandoned building and doing all this stuff, like, maybe maybe just leave her at home. She, she's three months pregnant. Like, maybe maybe don't bring your, your girlfriend, your pregnant girlfriend, into an abandoned building where she's going to be breathing in probably mold and asbestos and, mm. uh, you know, drugs and... <laughs> they're, they're, they're youngins. Oh, you're right. They make questionable choices you're, at times. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, fair enough. Um... <laughs> Just saying. Um, and Gemma ends up going missing. Uh, so it's basically Lloyd. The whole movie is basically they're up there. Lloyd's trying to basically find Gemma. Well, and- what, what pissed me off. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go. What pissed me off was the fact that she, the fact that she went off by herself to begin with. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Lloyd let her go off by herself. Yeah. Like Lloyd- this is a huge abandoned creepy ass and she's sitting building she goes up to the roof because she's pissed off at lloyd because he thought like she cheated on him or something and he leaves her dangling her feet off of the side of like a skyscraper what are you doing (laughs) man (laughs) i don't care if she's if you're mad or not you maybe take like a step away from her if she wants to be alone (laughs) and that's it exactly like she is (laughs) yeah yeah come on now. the fact that she was left alone at all was i was like (sighs) yeah Dick. What, what you, th- this whole thing could have been avoided. Dick just move, a, dick move, bro. Dick move. That's a dick move, bro. Oh, you hey. really, you really did a shit on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but um. Yeah. So while Lloyd is out in the trying to find Gemma because she's missing at this point, mm-hmm. like she she was up on the roof and then you see her get abducted. He goes back up there to find her. She's gone. So now Lloyd starts freaking out. And while he's freaking out, you got fucking asshole Jason who spikes his beer with two pills. And this is where I thought the movie was going to take... I thought the whole movie was going to be them fighting off whoever was in the building, trying to find Gemma while being completely high out of their minds. They were. That's what... But I thought the movie was going to lean on that a lot more. Oh. And they really didn't. Like, he had... He he was in the hallway at one point in time where you see him freaking out or whatever. And he's, his eyes are going in and out. And they do a really good job of, like, showing the ceiling move at one point. Like, yeah. it's, it's a really, really cool shot. Like, mm-hmm. it, it makes you kind of feel, like, in the moment with it. And then a little while later... He looks at Jason. And he's like, a little while later. A little while later, he's like, "Did you spike my drink? Did you spike my drink, or, or did you spike me? Whatever it was." Yeah. And Jason says, "Yeah, it was a joke. Did you spike me, bro." But that was it. 
after that, there's never any mention of it. They were still high the entire time, though. But they didn't. They didn't make you believe that they were having any problems, literally doing anything. Really? Because even uh, Jason, Jason, is that his name? Uh-huh. No, Lloyd. Sorry, main character Lloyd. Okay. Like even his posture the entire time, how how like he was hunched over, and he he kept blinking really hard throughout the entire movie. Like you could tell he was having trouble seeing. But like, it didn't really seem to affect anything they were doing. Well, at all. I have like, to. I forgot that they were doing the drugs after that. After that part. Well, this movie is also called Come Down, which means you you get high and then and and they even mention this before they go into the abandoned building because these pills that they're taking they've never taken before. Yeah. So they're like, is this going to be like a good old fashioned uh, or is it, yeah, is this going to be a good old fashioned super high or is it going to have a crazy come down? So they take the drugs and then. Throughout the movie, they're gradually getting sober. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I just, I don't, I just, I thought there was gonna be more to it. That's all. Like, I thought there it was gonna be more of an emphasis on the drugs. Like they were gonna trip out or something. Yeah, like, that. like, yeah. like there's a like, there's there's another guy obviously running around the place or whatever. And I figured like they were gonna be so high they thought it was like a monster, so you would see like a monster coming after him or something mm. like that. But really, it's just a dude this entire time. Like this whatever drug they were on just completely fucked him up. Like, but I thought it was gonna be something more along the lines of you that. You could have looked at it that way though, because the guy who was chasing them was all fucked up. Like, you know. Like all scarred out, he he, actually, he was scarred from the fire. He actually kind of looked like the Bye Bye Man. He did <laughs> actually. Bit, no, yeah. I, I didn't even think about what that. If it but was he Bye Bye Man. I found his character pretty disturbing. I found his there character were, sympathetic. Actually, oh sure, I really did. But there, I I I mean more so like the uh, the like uh, like um. I agree with you. His character was sympathetic, but at the same time, his uh, some of the shit that like he was obviously all messed up from the fire mm-hmm. that he was in. Yeah. So it must have not only scarred his face and stuff like that, but like smoke inhalation and breathing in the heat had like messed up his vocal cords. Mm-hmm. And so when he was when like toward the end of the movie, when they were fighting, the sounds that he made I thought were disturbing they were but they were sad sounding though that was the the weird thing well at first when they got him on the ground and like somebody had uh uh what was it a pickaxe or a regular axe whatever the hell it was they had it like up against his throat and he was actually whistling like a pigeon did you Mm -hmm. notice that yeah yeah. i I thought he was calling the pigeons i was waiting for like a whole like flock of pigeons (laughs) to come into the window that's that's kind of what i was expecting too i was like why is he doing that and the fact that no pigeons came made it even more disturbing to me. I was mm-hmm. like, so he's he's doing that because he's just completely psychotic I, now. And then like toward toward the end, like when he got every time he would get hurt, he would make these screaming sounds, but they were almost inhuman. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were like so high pitched and like just weird and distorted. They sounded freaky. Like I don't know. I, he, I like. I thought his character was pretty disturbing. It, he it was disturbing, but like I said, he was also very sympathetic to me in the sense that like he, his character just started off as a dude that was like living by himself in this place, and he had the pigeons were his friend, and this fucking asshole guy Gal comes in and just lights his fucking birds on fire. Like yeah. 
like that's and it fucked the dude up. So like his whole story of revenge is like you killed like the one thing that I had in my life, right? And he like flips the crazy switch, and now yeah. he's like this murderer. Like it, it's a very sympathetic story, mm-hmm. um, and I actually felt that a lot. Like like the dude, like, especially at the end, there's one pigeon left, and when they're trying to get out of the building, um, it's Lo- is it Lloyd. Oh, uh, Call Call grabs it. Is it yeah yeah. He's call like, Call like, grabs it. I got it. your bird. I got your bird. <laughs> and but. But the the way that the caretaker reacts, though, like it's it's like it's like please well, don't hurt him, please don't hurt well, him, because like, he's waiting up at the top of the stairs, basically for them to climb back up the ladder, and he's gonna decapit decapitate them or whatever. Yeah. And Carl grabs his bird, and he quickly comes down the ladder like please please don't hurt my like he's not saying this but you can tell from his body language like he just wants his bird yeah. back yep because it's, it's like the last, one last thing that he has yeah right. in, in that moment his whole character is humanized yeah and i like that a lot yeah um speaking of sympathetic characters um i'm gonna put this down right now i think call is one of the most sympathetic characters i've ever seen oh, in a horror man. movie yeah I feel, ever yeah um, and I didn't expect it either. But the and the weird thing is, is they don't really go too into depth about his character. Mm-hmm. You just kind of find out through his interactions and through the way people talk to him and and whatever. I got the impression that he was like a little bit like cognitively slow or something. Is what I got from him. Like he was, he, like he would get he would get made fun of for being a big dumbo for whatever. And he 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 didn't talk slow or anything like that but a lot of his mannerisms suggested that that he i don't know it was weird i couldn't really put my finger on it yeah i see what you're saying uh i think that it was more just like he was he was just looked at by the others as just like like physical like like physical brawn you know like Mm -hmm. he was just he was just there as like a but they all make fun of him though. They say they say that he's a big dumb oaf and that he's like a he's, a, he's they call he's him a mug. They a keep mug, calling him yeah. a mug. And then there was the one point in time where he takes Jason and he like like strong or no he takes uh, Gal. Lloyd, and no, he it's like, Lloyd. No, it's Lloyd. No, it's Gal. Oh no, no, it is. You're right. But he's and talking he takes to him. He strong arms him and he's like and he's like like I'm not going. You're fucking going. And then he look and then he kind of breaks down crying. Yeah, and he like, says I'm not a he mug. says I'm, I'm not a mug. I'm not a mug. Like and and uh, but like I I took that as they're making fun of him because he's because there is something and they're making fun of him for being a mug. But he knows he knows that he's like not this person that they're saying that he is. Yeah. There's also a scene where he has like a um a handful of mushrooms. It looks like. That he got from somewhere, he had a handful of something, and he was super proud of them. Like that's and this is kind of where I got this a little. He, I don't know if he brought them from home and had them, or he no, found. Dude, that wasn't mushrooms. Was it? it was dead baby birds. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yes. Okay, it's. It was. It was. Okay, they looked like mushrooms. <laughs> but they or, did. Or it might have been actually. It might have been. I'm sorry. It might have been live baby birds. No, they weren't. I don't think they were alive. It might have been because they they went into that room and all those shells were on the ground. And he, I think he found because probably I'm guessing the uh, caretaker, Ray was his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was probably trying to breed more pigeons because that was his thing. Mm-hmm. Like he wanted more pigeons, so they went in and they found those. Oh no! So no, he had he had he had the eggs in his hands. He had the eggs in his hands, okay. and he was really proud that he had now found you all can those see eggs. Why I thought they were mushrooms, and then. Ju- <laughs> They're round. They rounded top. They were the same color. I okay, thought they were sure. mushrooms. Well, yeah, but then Jason walks up to him and he and he's like smashes them. Oh. He's like, oh, like at first he's like, oh, yeah, that's really. And then he fucking smashes them out of his hand but and the, then stomps them on the ground. The way that Call 
looks afterwards though like he just is like defeated and he hangs his head mm-hmm. almost like he's just being bullied again you know yeah. what i'm saying like and, he, and he's so sympathetic mm-hmm. like so in and his his performance is great too yeah like he really i think he was my favorite part of this entire movie well he was kind of the he he had he was like kind of the gentle giant you exactly know? yeah and and he wouldn't stand up to anybody and he yeah. wouldn't stand up for himself at all and everybody just sort of pushed him around yeah until right toward the end when he like when oh became God. a complete okay. badass so, at like the you end. said spoilers here when he was fighting the caretaker mm-hmm. out on the balcony and they and the second that lloyd got Gemma and they were leaving mm-hmm. i'm like don't you fucking leave him don't you fucking <laughs> leave him and i'm like i'm watching him fight and then i saw him get thrown over the balcony mm-hmm. and i'm like no <laughs> go <laughs> like i was so mad that they killed him like i i yeah. thought for sure the ending was going to be they were going to make it down and uh so so call sort of has like a relationship budding with uh kelly the uh, the girl that looks like she's twelve yeah <laughs> which is a weird <laughs> visual um, but they have like this little not romance but like this little spark between them mm-hmm. and when Kelly ends up going missing too Kyle basically makes it his mission to go find her yeah and um, I thought for sure that they were gonna think that Kelly was dead and then she was gonna be like found alive or whatever and they were gonna reunite at the bottom and it was gonna be a good ending for for Call so when he died I was just like Oh no! Like this is this is not how I wanted this to go. Just because he was such a likable character. Yeah. How did how did Kelly die? I can't remember. She was hiding in that closet, and then she. I really don't remember how she died. Actually, I think it was gruesome too. It wasn't the. uh, There were some gruesome kills. There were some absolutely awesome kills. So she's she's hiding in that closet, Mm -hmm. and then her phone rings. Mm And then she steps out. Did he slit her throat? Cause he, cause she bit his, she bit his cheek off. Yes, like she, she bites did. him. Like he, he's holding her by the neck up on the wall, and she bites his cheek, and that's the first time you hear him make that really like weird screaming sound. Yeah. And then how the hell did she die? I can't remember. I don't remember either. I, which is weird. I feel like it was really gruesome. What? Oh, he he. Well, uh, finish your beer. We can't remember what the uh, he <laughs> he thro- the movie. He throws her down the. The uh, oh the, the shoot the garbage shoot the garbage shoot that was <laughs> yeah. so okay I don't know how I forgot about this because that was so tense like yeah. that is terrifying to me being in a confined space and then falling headfirst oh god that is terrifying if you met like could you slow yourself that's what I was thinking during this scene could you I don't, slow yourself down in that no probably I mean maybe but you're moving so fast I doubt you'd be able to what slow if, yourself down what if you like pulled yourself pulled yourself into a ball you know what I mean. And I don't think so. It no? was too. I think it was. It was too. Uh, too big for that. But hmm. yeah, that was gnarly though because she just hits that oh, the hamper with like a thud. <laughs> yeah. But I thought. I thought maybe she could have survived that, no. which is why I'm saying she's on the bottom floor. So maybe when the cops came, they found her and she was alive. And but they were on. Call like, will find her in the uh, ambulance or something. I don't know. But they were on the like. Eight, like seventeenth or eighteenth. That's floor. true. So that's, that's true. That's yeah, a, she she that's did. a long fall. She she did. She did. Um, there were some other really cool. Uh, the the when Jason died, it was so satisfying. Where he gets killed with the nail gun. Oh god! And uh, it's completely not how a nail gun works, but I don't even care. I think if you, I think if you manage to rig it to where the the guard. You know, because like with a nail gun, you have to press I've, down on I've, the nozzle with that, like so that the guard gets pulled back. I have, um, I've, I've hypothesized that same thing. I still don't know that it would actually work that way, though, like an actual gun. Yeah. I did because there, there's a, there's a, 
I don't know. I, I'm not a nail gun enthusiast here, so. The, but the, even still, it doesn't matter. It the, was so cool. The whirring sound that that gun made was really unsettling. Yeah. When he's like walking down the stairs and you can just hear it going. Mm-hmm. And like, he's like, what the fuck? And then he walks further and further toward the sound. And then you just see the, the like the shape of Ray standing there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, and it fucking hits him in the eye. Right in the eye. Oh god, it was brutal. I loved it. Then just like shot him in the leg. Like oh, it was man. so prolonged. Yeah, and I'm like this fucking asshole deserves this death. Like I was loving it. Yeah, that guy was a jerk. That yeah, was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's some other really cool, uh, some other really cool deaths in the movie too. There were a few things that I had issues with. Like they never really at one point in time they 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 put an emphasis on the five five four thing. They're like, yeah. what does five five four mean? And then the guy goes to. I think he was just going to show him what it what it stood for. That's all that was. But I paused it at that moment, and all all it was is the the tattoo he was going to go show them was it was. Oh oh, <laughs> I'm just figuring it out now. Five five four. So it, the tattoo said "Kiss my ass," mm-hmm. but it was K I five five M Y four S S. Okay. So five five four. So it was That's yeah. a stupid name. It was, yeah, yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> you don't fuck with the kiss my ass gang. What, the fuck? what was, was that? That wasn't supposed to be anything. I don't know. <laughs> that was that was Joe Pesci in <laughs> in in Goodfellas if he had just had uh, a root canal. <laughs> you don't mess me. Oh no, see I'm I'm trying to do what you just did and I'm going English with it. Don't mess with the five five four boys. Uh, regardless, like the the gang really didn't have anything to do with anything. No, they were just kind of there, and they really didn't. Yeah, I thought that they were going to be uh, like a bigger part of the story as far as antagonists. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like the one guy gets off pretty quick. Yeah, and then the other guy is gone just as quick. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I like this movie a lot. I thought that uh, I thought that it was good. I thought it was pretty well done. Um, there's some, definitely some redeeming parts. Like I said, Call might be my my vote for most sympathetic character I've seen in a movie in a long, long time. Um, um, but it's, it's it's worth it. It's um, this, this the Ray Grady's story was weird to me. Oh, yeah, but I I don't know. I guess I'll just let people watch it and make their make up their own. He's just a dude. It's just that, it seemed lost his shit. Yeah, it seemed a little disjointed at times to me. It's it's no better or worse than any antagonist in any eighty slasher movie. That's true. That's true. It really isn't like they're they're <laughs> it just it, it's just suspension of disbelief. There's a crazy guy. Oh, he's killing people now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's got fine. a scar on his eye because he got burned. <laughs> okay. He looks pigeons. Screams. Sweet. And he also screams like a pigeon. It's weird. It's cool. Um, um yeah, overall though, I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, so did I. So, I actually liked it a lot. I would definitely recommend it. And it's on Tubi. Tubi. And uh, Voodoo. Voodoo, yep. Uh, for free. For free. For free with ads. So yeah. go and check it out. It's built in beer breaks. That's all it <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. All right. So moving on to what I consider obviously the the very better, very, very much the, the better of the two movies. There we go. That was, that was great that was English. English. That was good English. That was real good. You're doing a real, <laughs> real good job. So this is Bliss uh, from uh, this year, 2020, not 2019, like I wrote down. I'm living in the past. Uh, it says 2019 on... Um, that was probably, probably the festival the, the circuit. Festival circuit. Yep. Yeah. So 2019, we'll still say. Um, directed by Joe Bagos. Joe Bagos did a movie called Almost Human. 
uh-huh. which uh, got a lot of critical praise. Was his first movie, and then uh, also the upcoming VFW, which oh, we talked so about, good. which we talked about in the uh, Shape of Drunk to Come four this yeah, year. Looks amazing. It looks incredible. Um, let's see here. Synopsis: uh, A brilliant painter facing the worst creative block of her life turns to anything that she can to complete her masterpiece, spiraling into a hallucinatory hellscape of drugs, sex, and murder in the sleazy underbelly of Los Angeles. Um, they undersold everything in that synopsis because it's all of that times ten on acid. Which is good though. It's it's, it's this was act- that's actually a good synopsis by IMDb without giving too much yeah. away. You know what I mean? Which we're going to give away the big twist of it, which you already had known. I had no idea what the oh. twist was. No idea whatsoever. I actually hold I, I don't even know how I think that I picked it up from watching the trailer. Oh really? Well, yeah, there was um there was a certain shot in the trailer that made me think, "Oh, that's what I'm about to watch." Okay. I just didn't pick up on it apparently. I don't know, actually, come to think of it, I don't know that I watched an actual trailer for this movie. I had known what it was about because uh the movie crypt guys talk about it uh-huh. quite a bit cuz they're friends with Joe Bigos and he was on the show and they actually did a uh, and also commentary. Uh, Josh Ethier was yeah, Josh in, Ethier in the is movie a, and he's like a partner movie. of Josh of of Joe Beagle's. I think he works on almost all the same stuff. Oh, does them. he? Yeah, he was he's in he's well, in he, almost and he human. Works with, he's and he works in pretty much everything Adam Green does too. Well, he's their he? editor for yeah. I don't know not I don't know about everything not but everything but he's he, he works like he out did, of the uh, he works out of the area scope offices I know editing because they have like edit bays there and stuff like that that other people can use. He edited uh, digging up the marrow. I know at least yep. for sure. Well, right, he was, and he was in it as and, well. Yeah, yeah. But um, I know I just don't know that I ever watched the trailer for it. They did a um, commentary for it on the Yorkiethon uh, Forty Eight Hour Marathon this year. A which commentary I of, of this movie, which I didn't actually watch, yeah, because well, I'd good. never seen this movie <laughs> and I didn't want to rent it. So yeah, um, and now I want to go. Hopefully they'll release it because I want to go back and listen to it. But anyway, uh, this this movie really really did it. Like this, uh, <laughs> I have not seen a more visceral depiction of drug use since probably the movie spun which i th- which i will still hold is probably wow i haven't is, seen that in a long time is one of my favorite drug movies of all time mm. um not because visceral might not be the right word to describe spun but it, it did a really good job of really showing even though it was sort of comedy ish of like really showing the lifestyle and how crazy things can get. Yeah. And the way that it was edited whenever she, whenever they would take hits in that movie really just kind of made you feel like you were getting fucking high. Like, <laughs> like just the editing, the cuts, the sound, everything just worked together. Like, like I'd fucking know if it actually felt like it. But from an outside <laughs> what perspective... What you would imagine yeah, it to be exactly, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I don't know how many different types of drugs Joe Bigos did to be able to get the feeling of this movie, but holy shit. Well, I said it last night, too, after we watched it, or maybe I thought it. I don't know if I ever actually said it. It's it's not only Joe Bagos, though. Like, like yeah, his his obviously his vision, like, with the shots and the colors and stuff like that, but also the editing of Josh Ethier. Yeah. Like, really, the editing is what does it. You know what I mean? Like, you can... <laughs> you can... <laughs> you can... I'm sorry. <laughs> Mike is uh, doing something right now that I, I, I can't ignore. little peek behind uh, the curtain here. Uh, did you I get have, No. 
I have had a fucking mustache hair sticking straight up into my nose. Oh, I hate that. All night. And every time I talk, it is tickling Can't the you inside just go of like my like this and no, smooth your mustache I'm, down? I've been trying to. Oh Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. This, this is, is good peek, stuff. <laughs> peek behind the curtain here. It's, I got I to gotta cut this out. Just talk for a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's I, I actually... I. Uh, I, I'm thinking about getting rid of my beard because it's getting to the point where it's borderline ridiculous. Uh, anyway, you can't hear me right now, so I'm going to talk about how sometimes when Mike, uh, when Mike is alone, he likes to look in the mirror. I got it. And oh, never mind. I can't say this. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Never mind. Son <laughs> of a bitch. All right, I'm back. Sorry. I'm actually. That. I'm thinking about getting rid of my beard soon. Oh, really? It's really big right now, and it's just—it's getting like—it's—I can actually feel it on the bottom of my neck, like down here. Oh yeah, and it's—I don't know. I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. Cool story, bro. I get fun. I get—I get sick of the same thing after a while. So luckily, I grow a beard pretty fast, because if I grew it slow, I would never have a beard because I get sick of doing it. That's why I've only ever had basically two, two in my life. Two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going on right now? Oh, uh, this is as far as growth. September. End of September. end of September. And that's all I got. That's that's like five almost months. 5 months. Yeah. Wow. That's how slow my beard grows, which is why I'm going to be so sad when I do actually shave it off. This is I'm I'm working on 2 months yeah, right now. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. Um, all right. sorry, beard talk. Uh, no, I I was saying I was saying it, it, it like just as much with Joe Bagos, like how much, like how many drugs did he do, right? Yeah. But the vision, like it was his vision, like the lighting, the colors, uh, the shots. But just as much, just as important is Josh Heathier's editing. Did he actually edit this movie? I'm assuming. I, I do believe. So. I'm assuming he did. But um, yeah, I agree because it's because it's the editing is gnarly. insane in this movie. Yeah, like it's, this, it's incredible. This this flick does a. An amazing job of making you feel like you are taking drugs. Yeah. Um, and I will say this: if you are, they put an actual disclaimer at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. to where if you are sensitive to oh, yeah. strobing or anything like that, like don't watch the yeah. movie. No. I legitimately thought like the opening, just the opening credits of this movie are done in this weird art style of like painting and like flashing lights and stuff. And I was, I actually felt almost trancy. While it was going on, oh yeah, because I was just staring at the screen and like I was kind of letting my eyes like ride the roller coaster of lights, basically. Buy the ticket, take the ride. Man. Well, I was though. Like <laughs> there was a part of me where I was like locked in. I couldn't look away. Like oh, it was like trancy. I felt like it that. was weird. I felt like that for like the entire like last third of this movie. The last. <laughs> I ser- I sat there. My I like the. I want to try and recreate the look on my face right now. Only you will be able to see this, but I'm pretty sure the <laughs> well, entire. I saw it, so I'll tell you if it's. Uh... <laughs> I'm pretty sure the entire last third of the movie, I was like this. Yeah. It... <laughs> like like slack jaw. You can't see it, but it's pretty much his O face. <laughs> <laughs> like I was my my bottom jaw was hanging down. My upper teeth were bared in a half smile, half grimace. Oh, sorry, it was his blowjob face. <laughs> that's that's what it was. <laughs> and my and I don't think like I honestly I might have blinked three times in the last third of this movie it was because I was transfixed. Yeah, it it really it, is. It like, was amazing. And you know what I was thinking? This might be, it might be completely crazy to say. I was watching this movie and I was thinking to myself, 
this this is the movie this is the movie that Rob Zombie wishes he could make. Oh, what? Honestly. Because Rob Zombie has all the elements in his movies that that this movie had. It's kind of it's kind of trashy and dirty and the 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 blood and the uh uh the blood and the like what the I don't know what the other word I'm looking for. It's viscera. Just, viscera is just over the top. The the trippy like the the trippy camera flashing the colors like uh like the the crazy use of color and light the 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 language like from the intro you can hear like this movie was very it almost seemed like um it it was very conversational in the way that like you would I've had conversations with people like this before where they're just like, I fucking called this motherfucker and this fucking fuck was fucking like, I like, I know people who talk like that and it's very, that was more Rob Zombie than this movie. It felt, it felt very realistic to me. And at this, there was like an overall feeling of like dirt and grit and trash to it, but it was also like visually kind of beautiful. And I was, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like Rob Zombie his movies are kind of like this, but his movies also have just a little bit too much polish. They're like, like if you're thinking about it, like he, he's always kind of wanted to have like that, that, that bit of trash to his movies, Mm -hmm. but his movies are like a polished turd. This movie was a turd in the best way possible. It was shot on film. So it had burn marks in the, in the, like in the actual film. Like it had a grain. I assume that was all digital. It had grain on the film. I assume that was all aftermarket. It was, it was, it was, it was shot on film. So it definitely had. Oh, that's right. It did say that it was shot on film, didn't it? At the end. Yeah, Yeah, it was shot on film. So it definitely had the feeling of a, like you said, halfway through this movie, you're like, this movie would look so good on VHS. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said that loud. You said that loud, so I'm going to repeat what I just said just in case. (laughs) This movie would look so good on VHS, and I agree. I so I hear everything that you're saying. I'm not buying on any of it though. I don't. I don't. I disagree with you almost on every point you just made. I don't think that it looks anything like that. I think it's it's dirty. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it's completely different in my opinion. No, I'm saying I'm not saying it looks like a Rob Zombie movie. I'm saying this is the type of movie that Rob Zombie sets out sets out to make. Without being able to I actually, I think Rob Zombie it. makes exactly the kind of movies he wants to make. I don't think that there's anything missing from his movies whatsoever, and I would not put this movie even in the same league as a Rob Zombie movie. This was so much better, that, so much better. That's kind of what I'm saying. It's it's no, I I get what you're saying though. I just like, I don't like Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's writing and his shooting, <clears throat> although I like it, feels contrived, and this movie had all of the elements, the trash and the dirt and the grit and the language that a Rob Zombie movie has. Sure. But without feeling contrived. Okay, I, I, I will That's agree what with I'm you. trying to say. I'll agree with you on that, but yeah, I don't know. I, this this movie, like, it... I told that at times it sort of, it reminded me of just the low-budget movies of, like, the 80s or whatever. Like, Slacker was one that, like, she's driving down the street at one point in time talking on the phone. There's a certain shot that reminded me exactly of one of the shots in Slacker. Mm-hmm. And um, it just had like almost where the camera is affixed to like the it's affixed to the car and to, the, super, to the door like, zoomed and it's just like a yeah. side like a profile shot it, of her. It it just it had that super low budget, independent like eighties um, indie feel to it mm-hmm. at times. But then it also is this larger than life 
just fuck show of <laughs> of psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how else to describe it. Like yeah. it's just insane. Like I couldn't even imagine in my head what was I what I saw on the screen. Like it was just fucking gnarly. And it's and it's basically like um we even we've barely even talked about this movie. Like, uh, you have Dora Madison, who stars as De- Desi. She's the artist in question. Uh, I'm not even going to go through all the list of friends because there's a lot of them, and let's they're they're the only only a couple of them are important. We'll do the important ones. Uh, Clive uh, is her dealer, right? Clive is her dealer. Oh no, Clive was her her kind of boyfriend ish. Okay, who was the dealer then? Because they looked very similar. Uh, that was was it Graham Skipper? Uh, no. This is oh. the this the IMDb on this is is was it Hadrian? I don't remember. What a weird name, by the way, Hadrian. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was him. Doesn't matter. We'll just we'll just, just we'll talk about them with their basically Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was Hadrian. And then you um, and then you have uh, uh, Josh Ethier, who we've mentioned before. He's a very small part in the movie as well. George Went was in it, which yeah. was cool. That was that was cool to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, um, she basically goes though she goes to her dealer to get drugs because she just she needs to finish a painting for uh for a client and uh, she gets dropped by her um uh her agent agent her art agent gets dropped by him she needs to finish this painting so she goes to basically get some smack from her her dealer mm-hmm. and uh he gives her like, the craziest shit called diablos basically they i don't s- know if she was looking for smack was she? well i don't know what's smack slang for i'm not smack is heroin i'm not deep in the drug <laughs> game okay come on um point is she was there looking for some cocaña maybe <laughs> And um, he ended up giving her this stuff called Diablo, which he even says he doesn't fuck with well, it. Well, it's Bliss. Well, it's Bliss. Okay, so it's Bliss, bliss is... but the name, but it's you know how like so you it's so, okay. so, so you'll have <laughs> you'll have weed, but you'll have like purple Kush and yeah, uh, like fucking blue haze McNugget, <laughs> blue fish, haze McNugget fish fish fillet, and like you know what I mean. There's all the different. There's all the. Di- are you oh. recording? Yes, we're good. <laughs> just had a heart just looked over and realized that the program's not even open. Jeez. Jesus. Um, yeah, you know what I mean, though. So I think I think it was like it's it, all the it different was, designer versions of like that yeah, drug. Yeah, and he says it's basically the purest form of it's DMT mixed with cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah, and it's so crazy. She buys a shit ton of it. Oh yeah. And um, so she ends up going to a party later at that house because um, she basically does a bump of it and passes out for a few hours. And when she wakes up, there's just a party. <laughs> and she sees uh, a friend there that she hadn't seen in a long time. And they end up partying. And it just, Courtney it's and Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah, Courtney and Ronnie. Um, Ronnie played by the same guy that was... Ronnie uh, was played by uh, uh, Reese Wakefield, who was in The Purge. Yeah, he's like the guy with the he's, mask or whatever. Yeah. Well, they all had masks. The, guy the, the main mask. guy. He's the main. Yeah, guy, he's yeah. like he's the gentleman. He's like a he's like a real gentleman. Um, anyway, but yeah, he um. So she ends up partying with him, and this is that scene that we were talking about earlier, uh, early on in the show, where like they are they just do every fucking drug you can possibly imagine and copious, well, this copious amounts. This freaking, and then she wakes up and eats a goddamn burrito. Like yeah. I'm so jealous of her. <laughs> <laughs> this this scene was intense because I'm like and, and, and like nothing was really even happening. Happening. Mm-hmm. She was just talking about her art and stuff like that. But it's it's probably like a five or six minute long montage of just. Pounding liquor and then smoking a joint and, and then, then pounding taking, each other and then and then <laughs> taking a bump of this bliss and then more joints, more liquor, more bliss, making out with a chick, making out with a dude, 
it's, more bliss. It's a roller coaster ride, mm-hmm. though. Like more it's bliss, non-stop. more liquor, and then having a three way, and it's like it's what crazy. The fuck, like this is. How are you not dead right now? So, like, the following day then, though, she goes to another party. The following night, I guess. I'm assuming it's the following night. She goes to well, another she goes, party with Well, them. she goes home and she she goes home and she bla- she blacks out. Yeah, she paints like, a little she goes, bit. She wakes up the next day at Hadrian's house, goes home. She does a little more bliss, mm-hmm. and she starts painting. But she's, like, dancing around the whole time and just sort of, like, like throwing herself like, all she's over like the place. She's, like, almost. Yeah, and then she... And then she calls her uh, her kind of boyfriend type dude, and says, "I started painting again, but I don't remember doing it. I blacked out." And he's like, "Well, that's <laughs> that's cool, right?" And she's <laughs> like, "She's like, yeah, it's that's great." She's like, "It's like I was possessed." And she starts at the beginning of the movie. She's got this. It, it already looks cool at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It's a huge painting, probably like. Eight feet tall by six feet wide. I would have bought that this... painting in every single. Oh, totally. In every single like uh, iteration of it. Oh I yeah, totally. It and it, yeah. At the beginning, it just looks like this, uh, like a tunnel of fire, basically. You know what I mean? Yep. And then, like, as she continues to black out, like from the bottom of this tunnel of fire, you just see a gradual buildup of like bodies reaching towards yeah, something awesome. it looks it's re- really it's cool. really rad very metal <laughs> like you would see it on the cover of a speaking book. of metal she's wearing a sweet death waltz t-shirt in the beginning of the movie death waltz is a company that puts out like uh soundtracks for like for like weird indie movies and stuff like that i was gonna they, say they, i, I, I want to say they put out like some metal records as well i was but... gonna say i i i had heard the name death waltz yeah. before but i was gonna ask you if you knew what it was yep. because i i it, it clicked in my mind, but I didn't know what it was exactly. I don't actually own any because they haven't really put anything out that really strikes me. But mm-hmm. but they but they're they're a real popular company though. Um, um, anyway, so she starts painting again, but then she goes she goes out partying again. And this uh, is when the blood starts. The blood. This is when I I actually loved that you didn't know that this was. So uh, here's, here's I was a, I was flabbergasted. Here, here's the here's the spoiler. Did you already say this? I we n- not yet. So heavy so spoilers here, right now. Here's the spoiler. If you five, haven't watched this movie, dude, go ahead. Four. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Two. Okay. And a half. All right. One. Go. This is a vampire movie. <laughs> we um, gave you all the time in the world. And I loved your reaction because I saw the trailer mm-hmm. and I saw a few scenes of her where she like was driving in her car with just wearing shades at night and blood from her nose down to her chin mm-hmm. and i was like oh well it's a vampire movie well, like that's your I, brain that's, just automatically went i just there. picked yeah. up on it you know well, like i said i didn't i don't think that i ever actually watched the trailer so well, i never also, also the synopsis said that she she uh suddenly had a taste for blood so that's pretty obvious right the synopsis uh n- the synopsis on um uh shutter Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it says she starts having terrifying visions and suddenly has well, a taste for blood. It's it's perfect because the parallels that that drug addiction and vampirism, they're well, they're unparalleled. Oh, um, they're, yeah, they really like, are perfect. And and I know there's other movies that have touched on it, like Lost Boys even sort of yeah. touches on it. Um, I believe Near Dark does. Uh, there's well, it's a almost lot of, it's oh, almost like they go through withdrawal. Yeah, because I've they don't never, have blood. I've never seen it though. So and I'm going to use this word again: visceral. Like, like the the way that they portray the drug addiction, it plays out, and exactly the blood like, addiction yeah. is exactly the same. And the yeah. fact that they're mixing the two together, 
it just makes for like the the fucking ultimate trip. Like and it's the and gnarly. the and the fact that throughout the movie she's kind of she's starting to give in to the blood addiction and she's still kicking the 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 blood like she's treating blood as if it's a drug. She's she'll, using drugs. She'll, She'll she'll use blood like a drug, but then she kicks it with the bliss. Yeah, it's you know, so to weird. like level herself out. It's yeah, fu- it's, it's crazy. It's, it's such a crazy take on on the vampire genre, and I loved it. Yeah, um, there's 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 some. Um, I, I I'm a little bit disappointed that we usually when when a vampire turns somebody in typical vampire lore, you know, yeah, like they the the person that turns somebody they sire very, them. They sire them. Yes. It's a very big part of the life. And mm-hmm. this one. They didn't give a shit, right? Because like, it was it was the girl and her friend they had the threesome with. They were vampires, and yeah. they're the ones that turned her. So, but they you you catch up with them a little bit later in the movie, and she's just like, just go with it. It's fine. Like they don't like they don't really like, coach her through it or anything. Yeah, they, they don't sire her. They don't do anything like well, that. Well, that's what like the, the even the term sire implies that you're you're going to uh you're going to guide them through their transition yeah. you know what i mean and she's just left completely on her own right and and they're just like eh just just do it and and she doesn't know what she's getting herself into she's so she's like no that fuck that i'm not going to give into it and but at the same time it was it was kind of a cool take on it you know like the fact that they because every movie you've ever seen about vampires where they turn each other, they kind of coach each other through it. So this was kind of a cool take on it where, like, they're just kind of out there. It's almost, it kind of relates to drug culture in a way where people will uh, introduce other people to mm-hmm. to drugs. Yeah. And then after that, you're kind of on your own. You're on, your own. You're on yeah. your own, sweetheart. You know, like, like I, yeah, it's, it's I a very you, unforgiving brought, yeah, world. Yeah. I brought you to the world. Now you find your way through it. And she didn't want to be part of that world, no. which at the end, like, I'm not, I, I feel like let's not give away the end. No, I, the I, very I, end. I, I have to. No. Come on. No, no, no. Oh, come on. I was just thinking about how I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> come <laughs> well, on. Let's talk about the rest and then I'll I'll okay, make up my okay. mind when we get to it. There is a, but, there, uh, is a there are some kills in this movie oh, that are man. just brutal. The, like the, the kills neck snap. Are the neck snap is the greatest thing. I'm not gonna say who it is, but like <laughs> there it comes out of nowhere and bo- both of us audibly like gasped at it when we saw it. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, it was so good, and then yeah. she's just like face first into this, the bloody. Yeah, this was slit. this was well, too like the <laughs> yeah the way she feeds too is you don't see a lot of vampire movies like that like maybe Thirty Days of Night where they base like they have the razor teeth and they just saw into the person's neck yeah even like that a, though, like a Mako even that shark. though is almost like sort of glam not glamorous but like sort of like. Yeah, polished. E- yeah, in even a way. yeah, even then it's still like they get a little bit of blood on their chin, you know. The way but that this she was like she is like fucking, a is she... like a lion biting into a gazelle, yes. like like literally open wound, face in it, like literally just sucking the blood out of the like it's it's gross, and but it's kind of hot all the same time. <laughs> there was there there was there was a couple scenes where we were both we looked at each other, we were like. Is it weird that this is kind of hot? <laughs> nope. Well, she gets into these like she's like the the girl that plays Desi. Uh, she's been in a lot of other stuff. Uh, Dora, Dora Madison. Madison. She's been in. Um, she was in something she's else. In recently. Dexter. She's she was in Dexter. She played yeah. Matsuka's daughter in Dexter. Um, and there's like the, the the weird thing about vampire lore is there's always something sexy about vampires, mm-hmm. right? And even for as dark and dingy, because well, like, that's how they and, that's how they 
they get their new victims yeah. as they seduce them, essentially. But even this, well, that was weird. What? Uh, I, I had this weird something out of my peripheral. Like, I thought there was somebody standing right here. It's a it was, fucking vampire, that bro. That was bizarre. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought here. Jeez. Uh, um, uh, with the lore of vampires, you were saying. Oh, yeah. There's something about, like, the vampires are always sexy. Like, yeah. that's always a part of them. Right. And there's something about her being completely covered in blood, half naked, like animalistic, just animalistic, but like dancing, yeah. tripping out of her mind. And like I don't know. There's this weird, just mix of stuff. Where I'm just like, I could get bloody. <laughs> like I'm into that. That's cool. I'm it's weird. It. <laughs> but I, but I got a fear boner right now. It's totally fine. <laughs> like <laughs> you could snap my snap my neck at the end of this. I'm like, cool with yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's. Maybe she was siring me. Maybe I was being <laughs> pulled into a trance. I don't know. Well, I even said to you, I, like, I've always, as a horror fan, I've always thought, if I have to be anything, vampire. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. You live forever unless some asshole stabs you with a, you know, a stake or cuts your head off. Yeah. Or you end up in the sunlight. Uh, it would suck not seeing the sunlight ever again, though. And they're just, eh, I don't care about the sun, <laughs> dude. I fucking hate the sun. Um. I like getting like I like I I like the warmth of it when I'm kayaking. That's about it. Other than that, I could do without the sun. Um, but uh, I don't know. There's just something so sexy about vampires. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. I you never age. Like you just look awesome all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the like uh, Reese Reese Wakefield's character and uh, uh, what the hell are their names? Uh, uh, Ron, Ronnie and Courtney. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like I was like that's. They're just I want, awesome. I want to sit. I want to sit in a fucking. I want to sit in a smoky bar with a leather jacket in California. Watch True Blood, dude. You will want to be and s- and those vampires and wear shades. It's a chick show, but it's awesome. And have beautiful <laughs> long blonde hair, which I don't. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not even that it's not blonde. You just don't have the hair. <laughs> I want. I want that. That's what I want in my life. So if there's any vampires out there listening to this, come come sire me. Yeah, I'm into the, it. Um, the uh the third act of this movie that was nuts. Oh, just like insane, it goes dude. it goes from being this absolutely like I said, fuck fest of of drug induced imagery. And then it just it somehow yeah, it was turns like- it up even more in the third act that like being transfixed is the is the right word for mm-hmm. it. Because you couldn't look for as for as as like I said, dirty and dingy and not perfect as this movie was, mm-hmm. you could not take your eyes off of it. Mm. Like transfixed to the screen. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. Like she she goes so crazy at the end. Like she's f- like literally going full crazy with the drugs and the vampires and the whole thing. <laughs> she fucking explodes. <laughs> it's right. the greatest payoff. You're an asshole. I don't care. It is the greatest <laughs> Those- payoff. We've given, we've given people enough warning at this yeah, point, okay? Yeah, full on She spoilers. fucking explodes. <laughs> How many movies can you say that the main character just inexplicably explodes at the end? It wasn't inexplicable. She, she, the sun came up. Oh, well, true. But like, usually, like, usually there's, it's, and, and I actually fire like, or they're melting or and something I, like that. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Usually they like turn into ash or something like oh, that. Speaking of the um, melting, though, I actually, I actually, let's get to that in yeah, a second. Yeah. But I, I actually loved the end because she, when she went to, to confront, uh, Courtney and Ronnie about what they had done to her, mm-hmm. 
And they said, just accept it. This is what you are now. And she said, no, I refuse. Yeah. I will not be this for the rest of my life. So she finished her masterpiece and then she knew what she was doing. She stood there and she waited for the sun to come up. And then as soon as the sun hit her, fucking explosion and then cut to black yeah it, uh, <laughs> so cool it, it was it was awesome it was such a cool scene um but we were talking about the melting there are some scenes <laughs> when apparently when a vampire gets staked through the heart in, in this movie it is the most amazing like melting wax almost stop motiony like end yeah. of end of evil dead 2 type yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah, effects yeah. and it's awesome mm-hmm. it's that, mm, I love this movie so much. I, do I too. really do. Like I, I do adore this movie. Yeah, this movie has crazy rewatch value. For yeah, me. Like, I loved everything about it's, it. It's, I, it was. It I don't. Was, I don't have. I don't even. No, I'm thinking it, it, about like those scenes. I'm trying to like say something about it, and I don't even know what to say because it was so good. Yeah. The blend of styles works because everything's so weird and everything anyway. So you can literally put anything into it, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And like was a weird thing to see because it clearly wasn't natural but nothing in that fucking movie was natural like, no, <laughs> like it, it's just i don't know man like I, i'm not doing a good job of describing this, it's fine it's, but it's it's fine just go watch it like get like honestly get a shutter get a shutter uh subscription for one month it's yep. five bucks watch this movie then the rest of the month you can watch a bunch of other movies and then cancel it if you want, but you shouldn't because Shutter's dope. Because it's awesome, yeah. Um, but this movie is it's well worth the five bucks. One hundred percent. I thought it was amazing. Plus, yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention the fact that Dora Madison is fine. <laughs> Such oh, yeah. a babe. She really is. I I love her hair so much. I told you. I told <laughs> you, you this. Again. Oh man, girls with like big curly hair like that. I think it's. So beautiful. James James was a big Felicity fan back in the day. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, I uh, is there much else that we can talk about with this movie? Just go watch it. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Nothing that we're going to say at this point is going to do it justice. Like it's, it's and I feel like it's got something for everybody. You know what I mean? I am gonna go on record right now and I am going to say that this movie will go down in history as um is history yes it will go down in history as what the fuck there you go joe bego is i couldn't think of his name it's gonna go down in history as joe bego's his masterpiece yeah, so. like i do i vfw Dude, looks vfw I, looks amazing honestly though it's only like his third movie i i get that hey evil dead evil he's, dead 2 was sam is sam raimi's masterpiece and that was his second or third movie yeah fourth fair. movie that's but fair. still early in his career is my point that's fair. um I just, you know, VFW looks great, but it's a completely different style of I was going to make the joke, have you seen Spider-Man 3? But did he did he <laughs> yeah, do Spider-Man yeah. 3? Oh, yeah. yeah he God. did all of them. Spider-Man 3 sucks, um, dick. My point is, though, I just, I, I cannot see this movie being topped. I can see him putting out amazing movies for a long time because I think he's going to be that, he's going to be that filmmaker that I feel like I'm going to probably like everything he does. Yeah. Um, VFW looks so good. Yeah, I I've been meaning to watch Almost been, Human yeah. for a long time. I've I've heard the guys on uh, Movie Crypt talk about Almost Human yep. for years, and I've never watched. Yeah, it yet, same so here. we should do that soon. I agree. Um, but yeah, like Joe Bigos, he's got to watch, and yep. you need to see this movie. Yep. Um, it, it I'll, and I will say this: this movie's not going to be for everybody. 
It's just, you know, it's just not. I, I can definitely understand why someone might. It might be too much for him. You know, but, it might. But be, if you're if you're one of those people who this movie isn't for, go fuck yourself. Ah, filter fish. I mean, right? Right. No, I agree. I don't want to talk to you. On uh, <laughs> on that note, that uh, that'll that, do that'll it. That'll, that'll do wrap it, it up. Yes, uh, two two very good movies. I would definitely recommend um, Bliss over Come Down. Yep. But they were both fun movies. But definitely watch Bliss. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. Uh, that's it. That's it. Um, if you if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. Our Audible trial is still live, so if you want to get yourself a thirty day trial and a free book, just go to audibletrial.com slash the Buzzed Kill Podcast and uh, find a book and uh, have someone read something to you yeah baby that's what all the cool kids do get one free credit 30 day free trial yeah. cancel anytime you want you get to keep that free book it's perfect great deal what a deal um yeah and uh that's uh if you want to check out justin you want to go visit him <laughs> he records stuff sometimes <laughs> check out oceanrecordingstudio.com and also ocean recording on all social media I, I think did. I think yeah I think it's social recording. Yeah, it is. I think so. It is. <laughs> We're terrible at this. <laughs> I, th- I I actually know it's funny. I actually know it word for word when I'm not thinking about it. But you've and then on the spot. and then when it's crunch time, can't do it. Okay. Uh, so it. so before we go for next week, yeah. Uh, I want to do something because we're we're starting to get out of the uh, the window of it being timely. Okay. So I want to do something for next week. I'm just gonna lay it on you right now. Okay. Hellier. <laughs> season two. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Um, I've been. Wa- I, I've already seen it. I know you haven't. I've already watched it, but I've been wanting to watch it again. So. Hey, wait. Do you hear that? Synchronicity. Synchronicity. Oh, it's already starting. It's already starting. Um, yeah, I, I'm very much excited for you to watch it. So I, uh, yeah, next week we're gonna do it because we're starting to. It came out. Um, about a month and a half ago, or something ago, like that, yeah. and so we're people are still talking about it, but I still want to talk about it while it's still sort of fresh. So I feel like an asshole for making fun of fun of them, but honestly, Greg Newkirk and the and the crew. I wish I was them. Yeah, you guys are you guys are doing you guys are doing the work that we wish we were doing. So <laughs> if we make fun, it's only because we're jealous of you. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna get into it. We'll get into it next week. So, yeah. Uh, that's All right. So that's what we're doing doing next week. That's what we're doing. Cool. I'm very excited to watch it. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, all right. that'll do it for this week. I'm going to go, I'm going to go drink the rest of my hemp beer and just get fucking blitzed, brother. Is that she, how high people talk? I think so. I don't know. I've, I don't. She's so fine. <laughs> <like> Cleo. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Try to have a good night.